Okay, All right. in a good mood. <laughs> Mama's in a great mood. I am in a great mood. You know why? Why am I in a great mood? Because you're old and I'm ditzy. Oh, other than that, I don't know. Because there's another, because there's another fox in the fox den. That's it. That's the one. The first one was funny, but this, that's the real thing. We finally have a fox in the fox den. I have been waiting for this. Uh, the first time I ever saw Travis Fox was in the secret, and um, immediately I was like, "Oh, I like this guy. He's great." So we do have him with us, and we're gonna play a video. And when the video is done, Travis Fox is in the fox den. And here he is, live in person from his car. <laughs> he had we made him pull tonight. over and get, to, you cannot stand up the ladies in the front step. So we made him just. Yep. Okay. He had to take his son to the airport. It was a, or it was an emergency. So we understand that. So it was either he could be late or he could be in the car. Or if you want to, you know, talk my way in the car. Because <laughs> I don't have eyes from my but uh yeah so so we are we are so so thankful that you did do this that you pulled over and <laughs> and are with us hi ashley hi debbie hey you guys we love you share the show all right so travis doctor travis fox he does Dr. so fox. many things we were talking right before the the show actually we were talking about paranormal stuff i didn't even know that he was in had any clue about any of that stuff so that was really kind of a so again i'm clueless in this in this connection no, you are not um, I love you anyway. you, you're learning um but no you're not but but we're not here to talk about paranormal maybe, maybe it might go there you know what'll slip in it's always just... who knows who knows it could go there. Oh, <laughs> I'm Michelle. um but you know so like i said before the video started the first time i saw you was in the secret and mm -hmm. now the gang from The Secret all got together and made Beyond the Secret. So With a few me. new people. Yeah, there's, there's, there's I mean, yeah, it, it was a, it was time. Let's, let's be candid. I mean, uh, you know, the days of, hey, if I just think it, it'll show up and fall out of the sky. We're, we're a little past that. That's like believing that, you know, candy canes are going to fall out of Santa's sleigh on Christmas evening. It's a cool fairy tale until you start to really awaken yourself and go, well, wait a minute. Uh, maybe thinking is the problem because you, you know, as the great, as the great Einstein said, that which created the problem can't solve it. So if we apply that, the mind can't solve the mind. So sitting there thinking about, well, gee, if I think long enough, I'll get a purple Lamborghini. It'll just fall out of the sky. I think, you know, really was a beautiful intention, but took a lot of people down the road uh, kind of being coming addicted to the search, searching for the thing that they really wanted, searching for the thing that they needed to focus on. And we're not getting, they're getting good results, but they weren't getting the results. And yeah. so when 
the producers and I got together. We we're like, hey, well, what if? What about a concept? What if we actually came all back together and said, well, we thought we knew what the hell we were talking about 20 years ago, but this is what we've all collectively learned with the 400 years of experience of all of us as teachers. <laughs> Maybe we ought to update this and just kind of <laughs> add a few things. And the part that I really explored and I still continue to explore, and I'm a firm believer in one of the things that drives me bat nuts crazy about the, the self-help industry, which I've been in for 31 years, is it really just helps you do the same stupid crap you were doing before. That's why it's called self-help. Help yourself to do the same stupid stuff as opposed to self-transformation, which is where I, I really spent most of my time and where, where the academy where most people go to uh, to learn. Uh, that's what you work on. And I think what people are afraid of, and that's why I found your show quite fascinating because I'm not a paranormal expert. I've been around some pretty you know unexplainable things that I go, there's clearly other powers going on in the world besides me. Um, <laughs> but what I what I really look at people, and I, I I think that the industry has really come to the crux point, and I find myself wonderfully and painfully out in the front of that crux and scope lock. Of uh, people are afraid to go to the darkness, and we equate darkness with evil or demons or possessions or aberration, uh, none of which is the truth. The yeah. darkness is the shadows and the BS and the emotions that we carry like absolute dead weight for decades, but we carry it down here and we play this self-help game of, oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm just a positive person, Gina, and I, I, I think the world's great. And you play church happy and you just want to like <laughs> blow your brains out because that's total BS. And it's like, it's an act. And I'm like, look, I've been in the acting business since I was nine years old. My mother's an actress. I grew up in that space. And I'm like, you know, it does, as the great saying says, it doesn't take a great actor to spot a bad one. So it's like, why are we so busy acting? Yeah, why are we sp we're spending so much of our time going? Well, I want to be, I want to be enlightened. I want to, I want to be awake. Well, you're going to have to go through some shit to do that. And if you're really committed to it, you got to go down to the darkness. And if you actually, when you watch Beyond the Secret, it's over on Amazon Prime now, um, so everybody can watch it. Um, that's really the part that I I played and was really adamant about going. You know, this whole kumbaya thing is really great, and there is a kumbaya experience. Once you've cleared your cup of the shame and the guilt and the anger and the lies, woo, we are really good at lying to ourselves. We are the best hypnotist on the planet. I mean, and people go, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm an honest person. I'm like, as soon as someone tells me they're honest, I'm like, you're full of shit. I'm like, no, you're not. Because <laughs> the moment you're telling me you're honest, you're already defending that you're not really honest. And it doesn't mean that you're an overt like liar, like you're trying to commit lies. But we lie to ourselves with the dream yeah. and the illusion that a, that a small white lie doesn't have nearly the impact as an overt lie, like, like cheating on your wife or your husband. I'm like, no, it has the exact same effect. What makes it worse is there. that you, yeah, <laughs> you have the same effect. It's called justification. I add to it by going, nah, come on, Mama D. It was just a white lie. I just didn't want to hurt somebody's feelings. Yeah, but you hurt your own. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. So, I've always said this, you know, in every yeah. relationship I've ever been in, I'm like, you know what? I can seriously handle anything. Been there, done that, can handle just about anything you throw at me. I might get angry for a while and I'm justified to be angry. Right. I have that right to be angry. You know, if you well, tell well, me you did that, something uh, bad. Let's right? take that right However, there. Gina. Stop. Wait, wait, wait. That, that's what I'm talking about. But Don't lie I, to me. No, don't lie to yourself. You just that's a perfect example. So I'm gonna bust this out because it's so subtle. Look, you can either lay let thoughts be the bricks that lay the path to the life that you really want to live on point, on purpose, with passion and authentic, or you can use those same thoughts and let them become bricks that build the walls and the prison of your mind of bullshit. It's that simple. 
So that statement right there, well, I'm justified to be angry. The fact that you even have to say, I need to justify my choice of how I choose to feel is bullshit. You don't, you don't know anybody but yourself and the alignment of however you align to your higher power, whatever that is. And the moment we get in this game of, I've got to justify myself to be angry. Why? I, it does not feel good. End of discussion. I'm pissed. Boom. There's no other reason. It does not feel good. I don't like how I feel. Well, I'm upset. My, to you know, some, those things. But to some people, I have to say that too. No, you don't. Certain people. I don't. No, no. To, no, you for don't. Them, for them to understand that no, they you don't. tell me stuff. They're, Gina, I love <laughs> yeah, you, but no. their understanding is irrelevant. Who gives a crap? If they don't understand, they don't understand. <laughs> okay, it's not it's your job. I got a question. I got a, I'm not sure if it's a question, but I got, I'm going to put in my two jump, cents. You want to jump in? <laughs> I'm jumping in. Full, okay. Hold on. Okay. It's working now. Okay. <laughs> okay. So it, we're going to go on the thing of not lying. Like, oh, I have, you know, don't cheat on husband and wife. What happens if somebody is in a marriage that it's, it's still, the wife is terminally ill and, and, they find some. The husband finds somebody else, be it a man or a woman. Um, they're not going to tell the wife because she's terminally ill. That's that's a lie of omission because you're not telling. But it also knows you also know that you're not going to tell that person who's ill because it'll make them feel worse. See, that's an okay for me. That's an okay-ish thing because I'm not. I'm, you're dying. You're dying tomorrow. I'm not going to tell you today. Hey, yo, before you cook, I'm going over to. <laughs> Let's play. You want to, you, you want to play? I'm, oh, yeah. This is just okay. my game, Uncle Barry. Let's play. Okay. okay. So everything you said right there is really cool. If that's really your truth. I'm, yeah. I'm not, con I'm not convinced that it is just mm. by the way you framed it, but who gives a crap what Travis mm. Fox thinks? However, because I'm not putting, I'm not putting people in spot on spot. Let's put it that way. Well, Hi, Chris first Lee. of all, you, you, yeah, but well, I mean, if we're really gonna, if you're really oh, gonna wow. be authentic with yourself, though, mm -hmm. you're not putting anybody in any spot. You're owning your own truth. If your partner is terminally ill, I took care of my mother-in-law for seven years, and she's an amazing soul. But it wears on you. Well, she mm -hmm. had she had Alzheimer's and dementia. An amazing person, triple doctorate, brilliant woman, but had the power of loss of her speech. Yes, so everything had to go to. So for seven years, I did it, and I watched. But one of the things I've learned about people is they're a lot more understanding if you're just straight with them. So if you came to, let's say, exactly. your, your, term, your terminal That's husband or wife, point. you say, listen, and by the way, this, oh, and you're dying comment you made, Mama D, we're all dying. Get over it. Own that truth. There, yeah. That is a total load of crap. Yeah, we're not going oh, well, to make it. You know, yeah, you're, you're, we're not going to make yeah, it. None of us. Yeah, you're, <laughs> yeah, you're not getting off the planet alive. You're not, you're, it's not happening, right? There's a, you're not getting off one planet. It's not happening. So let's back up a step. Well, well, what I'm most people planet. don't do is yes. most people don't really live. They play the game that's acting like they live. So if yeah. someone's terminal, and I say terminal meaning that they actually know the end date, okay, you have approximately 30 days left to live, which is exactly what happened to my father right before we uh, premiered the film. My father passed, and I got yeah. the news an hour before we did our first media junket for the film. Sorry. And so I'm not. He, it's his journey. We're all going there. So what? We started to live. Um, <laughs> but thank you for the compliment. I appreciate Sorry, it. Mom. Mom just yeah. came into the chat room with the hearts. That's my yeah, honey. I, I, That's my baby. Oh. Right Ah, that's, okay. that's her honey, but oh, he has to do two parts. Once for and me, and Taryn. Once for her. Hey, Taryn. All right. <laughs> I'll be we, if we're doing this stuff. It's usually to the people in the chat room. Yeah, I can see him out of the corner of my eye over here. I can see him behind <laughs> yeah. Bob. Uh
and Taryn, I can see her and Chris Lee and Michelle and yeah. Ashley and Debbie and and yeah. Taryn. Oh, uh, oh, 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 yeah, he's cute. Yep, <laughs> and he's a Scorpio. He Maybe dying, there but not dead. Hi, Doris. Doris is another. Yeah. Uh, Cal um, where are you? Um, Canadian. Canadian. <laughs> yeah, I was like, where are you, Mom? <laughs> just, just pick a country. It doesn't I'm right matter. Here. A country, I'm right here. Spin the wheel. Where are you from? <laughs> anyway, yeah, anyway, just to kind of finish that quick thought off. My my whole point is everybody's terminal, and if you have a significant other that is, mm -hmm. let's say, terminally in bed, bedridden countdown mm -hmm. you know we, we know this is coming it's yeah. not that you're not going to tell them it's it, it, it's actually you know if they really loved you and this is where people get confused i found and it's part of a, a whole new series that we're releasing later this year about the difference between conditional love which is what we would call a marriage or a relationship and unconditional love and people confuse unconditional love as you're a doormat and I love you no matter what you do. And Mama D, it's okay if you go sleep with 5,000 men, I'll be here when you get back. No, that's I'll be not busy. What I'm I'll get yeah. real busy there. Yeah, that, that's not what unconditional love no, means. Unconditional no. love is a completely different concept, both for yourself and for somebody else. So, you know, significantly, if my significant other was in that space and they love me enough, they would understand that I'm having a physical relationship. And in some cases, I'm actually working through the loss of my unconditional love with a conditional love. Now, is that a recommended path? Okay. I don't know. Who the hell am I to tell you what to do? You're gonna have to feel your way through it, but to not tell the truth mm -hmm. will eat you alive. Mm -hmm. That's the problem. And it's not a truth of like, I need to go to confession, you know, Lord, forgive me. What I'm talking about is owning who you really are because yeah. we are good, good. You guys talk about the paranormal. I'm like, Bah-ha! how about the black <laughs> crap that's still rolling around inside of you? Like yeah, the anger, yeah. the guilt, the frustration, the shame. I'm not good enough. What if people find out I'm a freak? What if they find out I'm a dork? What if they find out I, you know, I like to stick my finger in my ears, do handstands, whatever the hell it is. <laughs> but people freak out and yeah. they live their whole lives under the ideology of if someone finds out while they're trying to keep up with the Joneses. And it's like being ripped apart at the seams. Yeah. And so part of what you know, I, I've been really diligent on, especially with all of our students and, and our clients around the world going, hey, guys. Time out. We got to we got to clear the cup. We got to get to the truth. Not this, you know, gee, I was really hurt and he's an a-hole and she's a this. I'm like, stop. It's us first. We got to clear this first. Because yeah. if we don't architect, we're not the architect of our own life, then you are subject to the whims of what's going on up here. And that's pretty insane because, you know, your mind's a, as a, a playground of all kinds of fun things that can go on. And usually that have nothing to do with what you're interested in. So just food for thought. That's really right. what we did with the film was to take it to that next level and go, what if we took these actionable steps that we thought we knew mm -hmm. and we expanded our, our thing for the last 20 years and, and then you take it from there. And, and really my part was what I call the beautiful darkness. And it is beautiful because when you go there, there is a cathartic release. There is the truth. And there is this finally this a release of energy that I've been holding on to and protecting and guarding. What if somebody finds out and I'm, you know, I'm not really happy, but I act happy because, you know, we're all actors, by the way, because everybody should get a damn Oscar for the bullshit they do in their life every day. I'm a card carrying member and I'm in the business. Right? <laughs> you know? and, and so it's when we really look at that and then you get to laugh at the absurdity of some of the things we do to ourselves. And then we wonder why we're not happy. And we wonder why we have a divorce rate at 70% in the United States. And we wonder why we're unfulfilled sexually. We're unfulfilled psychologically. We're unfulfilled emotionally. And we're damn sure unfulfilled spiritually because we're, we're playing church. We're playing religion. We're not really connecting. Yeah. And that's what I loved about your show is because it does at least threshold and say, hey, 
fine, whatever you want to believe in is your higher power, but let's agree there's other powers out there. And whether you yes. classify them as a good or evil is going to be based on the ideology, the religious construct by which you arrive at that. Because, yeah. you know, that yeah, really no, comes down yeah. to energetic space. Well, well, yeah, religion, religion. Oh, yeah. I mean, all religions in my in my how do you really feel gina i mean just <laughs> like, <laughs> all based on the same thing it's just you know it's like there's one central concept for religion there's a higher power right so okay but everyone says oh i agree with all that but i don't agree with this so we'll go over here and we'll do all of that less that and this is us and then this group says, oh, well, I agree with that and that, but definitely not any of those things or those things. So we're going over here, you know, and that's all, right. you know. Well, so, yeah, and let's, let's get that in. Let's break that down to simplicity because I've traveled, I've traveled the world three times. I've sat with every major religion, Christianity, Judaism, Islam, Krishna, Taoist, Buddhism. I've studied with them all and said, wait a minute. There's only two things that come out of here that everyone's going to agree on. One, you're not getting off the planet alive. I don't give a crap what you believe in. You're leaving dead. Period. Right. <laughs> the second one is everything in modern day religion across the board will begin with I am. Okay. But I am is a part of who you are. You are the I am. Every major religion says it. So the relationship with ourselves is really our own ideology and our own ego that separates us from what we call God or higher power because they were separating from ourselves. That's the beautiful darkness from here to here that we've got a journey through. And while it doesn't seem like a big journey, it's a journey of a lifetime. You're going to be peeling layers off. But the beautiful thing is the quicker and more aggressive you are, and I don't mean in anger, I mean aggressive. Of, this is really important to me it's amazing what happens when you're finally just being really real i don't mean this is a slippery slope as mama t just gave us a perfect example of well you know there's it's a white lie but i'm like well, it's a white lie it's a freaking lie just call it what it is i didn't say it was bad i didn't say it was a lie because you're not being honest with yourself the other person's just a reflection of you when you really own it and go i'm just being a bullshit artist because right now i don't want to deal with me so i'm going to lie to you so i don't have to deal with you and me that's easier. <laughs> that's a simple. I, I can bullshit you because I can get rid of you. I can walk away. I can go and get in the car. I can leave. I can do like break up with you, but I can't get rid of me. Wherever you go, there you are. Wherever you go, so, there you are. That's it. That's right. it. And, you know, when you start diving into everybody it, everybody has yeah. it really easy to do this, you know, point oh. the finger at someone else, but never this. Can't yeah, go one, of the, one of the things I love that we, we've done for years is, is we really ask some really powerful questions, but we ask them in such a way that it really gets past the conscious BS and gets you down to the subconscious and what we call the ET level, the emotional traumatic level. When you get to the ET level, there's nowhere to run. The question is, are you just ready to look at this? You know, like that, the video you showed me before we started the show, you know, there you're looking into this beautiful light. It's all kinds of light. It's the prisms of light, the rainbow of light, if you want to use that term. And yes, there's a few dark spots in there, but to classify them and say, this is demonic or this is evil, or this is that, mm. Well, of course, yeah. you're not going to dive down there because then you're going to go down and reap the devil within yourself. And I'm going, time out. The devil's not a pitchfork. The devil's not this thing that you we have personified in Hollywood. The devil is the bullshit you tell yourself every single day and then tell yourself you're happy. Right. That's hell. Yeah, yeah, you want to know what hell is? Yeah, That's so hell. It's right there. You you do this. Now, you have so many little videos on YouTube. Like con There's a ton of them. And you can follow them on all the social medias right there at Travis Fox 360. So on all the social medias, you can, you know, put, put that in and you'll find him. Just go to YouTube, put in Travis Fox, and you will see all the stuff that comes up. But your, your, um, your program, your, your academy, right? Mm -hmm. the architect academy there, 
is amazing. But I do love the videos. And what was I going with the video for? What were we talking about? Um, you were talking. Oh. Well, we have a memory program. You want to check that out? Yeah, I need that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> I have crap. We, do, we actually She's do. She's the dicks. I'm the old one. There we go. Um, the problem, with the, the only problem with the memory program is you got to remember to use it. What happened? <laughs> so the only problem, the only problem with it, exactly. The only problem with our memory programs, you got to remember to use it. So if you don't remember to use it, well, you know, you should. No, but there are but, there are all these videos though that you can go and you can see. And one of them, you talk about subconscious and how the subconscious yeah. sabotage we sabotage ourselves with our subconscious. Absolutely. So that's basically like all the, the stuff. Yeah. That's saying. Yeah. Once you get inside the academy, I mean, it's actually we're actually you know the architects of being academy. I'm the founder of it. You know, obviously, you know the, the team runs it now, and I mean, I I still teach in there, but I don't run the day to day operations anymore. I'm off doing shows like this and you know, doing what I do in speeches, working for private clients. And, yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, I'm a Scorpio. We do that. It's a kind of fun thing. It's a pain pleasure thing. It's okay. It's all good. Anyway, we're all happy. Yeah, yeah. I'm happy. Whether you are or not, I'm happy. You're good. So what, happy. there's a fox in the fox den. I'm thrilled. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. The, the dubious me. honor. Yeah. So the Academy is actually, on, there's a handsome guy in the Fox Den. Can't go wrong. Thank you. Yeah. So when we do the Academy, it's, it's really, a, it's, I took entertainment and my education and put it together in a way, because I believe we learn in emotional states. We learn in states of being, meaning that if we're actually in a state, we're actually going to pull some things out and we're going to learn. And I don't mean, I don't mean educate. I am a big proponent against our educational system. I'm a three-time father and a grandfather. And I've seen I'm also a neuro, I'm a neurotypical and I'm also an autistic parent. So I see both ends of the spectrum with both my boys and they both went to the educational system, highly educated people, and then came out and said, I don't want anything to do with what I learned because I didn't learn anything. And I said, exactly. So yeah. the learning academy is the tools of how does our conscious mind work? How's our subconscious mind work? How does the emotional traumatic level work? And really who am I at the architectural level? The architectural level is who you are, the I am, the being, the real you, not the body, because the body sticks around and turns to dirt, whether you like it or not. <laughs> check <laughs> Again, out, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, check out Egypt. You'll, you'll see it on your own. You'll figure it out. It's okay. okay. So when you get that and you understand how to do it, then you can literally architect your entire life because everything in our life is based on an architectural structure except for us. So I've spent 31 years putting that together, training thousands of people around the world how to architect their life and become life architects themselves and become that becomes their lifestyle. It's not just helping people live an abundant life. What the hell does that mean? I don't even know what that means anymore. I'm like, that's what? Abundant life? Okay, well, if I give you a dollar and you're broke, that's abundant. Yeah. But that's not really what it, it's an implied abundance. And abundance really moves you away from the wealth of who you are. The wealth of who you are is right here. But that's the beautiful darkness we got to go through first. And that scares people. But when you have a step-by-step -step blueprint, we're not scared. We know exactly where we are. And I can then rewrite the story. Because, see, every, we go back to religion again. Religion is a big story. It's a brilliant story. I mean, it's one of the best stories of all time. I mean, pick one. And they're all great. They're all fantastic and all have great value. However, it's really the, the storytelling, the programming that we tell ourselves is who you are. And if you don't know how to change the story of who you are, you are doomed to keep mentally. And I'm going to say it. So hold on, Mama. Dean, get ready. <laughs> no, no, it's way past insanity. We're already insane. We're already insane. We're, we're insane. to we're, we're all nuts. We're insane to believe that we actually can control stuff. That's my favorite part. I'm like, time out. What I'm talking about is the mental masturbation of where we're just going around back and forth, jerking ourselves yeah. around 
acting did. like we're doing something. I did it. That was for you, you Mama. I had to do that. I, 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 yeah, that was for you. <laughs> I, I, I pushed that. I pushed that button just to see if she was paying attention. She's over there you doing. She is. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm doing stuff. Stuff. She pays attention. <laughs> I did. I may I not be it. looking at you, but I'm looking at you. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So yeah, you get my point. So I go, hey guys, have some fun with this. But so people are. The, Everybody thinks that it, you know you got to sit there and meditate for twenty nine years, and you got to be this yeah. peaceful, happy bullshit. You have all these emotions, peaceful. experience them or uh, use them. I mean, anger can be used in a way to channel it. Sadness can be a way to really dive into the depths of where you've hurt yourself. And I'm not talking about staying there forever. I'm talking about really architecting your way to a whole new experience. So what we did with the film and what we do at the academy. Thank you for that, by the way. It was very kind. Um, is we help people get the blueprint to architect the life they really want and then architect the lifestyle. If they want to go out and become a certified life coach, we can certify you and you can go become a coach and coach in whatever you want. It's up to you because it's all the same thing. We're still dealing with human dynamics. And once you understand the, the blueprint and the sequence, then you can architect anything you want. Then you're on playground planet Earth and then you can do anything. Why not? Because you're not getting off the planet alive, so go live your butt off and really experience it. All right, come on, Mama D, give me your give me your doubting Thomas stuff. I want to hear it. No, there's no doubting Thomas. I'm just I'm, I'm gonna put you. this out there, and as I keep okay. telling everybody, I'm not dying. I've already been down there. They don't want me, and up there, they don't want me either. So I'm here for an eternity. So anybody thinks they're gonna outlive me? I've got news for you. Okay, sorry, I do. You know what? So I get a lot of mushrooms in the in, like, 60s too, Mama D. <laughs> Um, okay, I'm not that old. I, I wasn't talking about you. I was talking about me. That's okay. I'm dead sea. She, no, she's dead sea. No, I'm, she's dead sea. You're old. That's what you Thank said. You. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's we said about. Or maybe, or maybe now you're dead because you're old and you're starting to forget whether you're old and dead. That's ditzy. it. Okay. We, okay. we both okay. resemble that remark. That's all I can say about. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> and we have no issues with it. Yeah. Okay, but I no, need to. Okay. Just a second. Go ahead. I'm doing I'm doing the technical shit now, okay, people? Ma'am. Travis giggling. Travis Fox 360. You said I can find all your your social media information there. Yeah. That's what I do as I find your social media and I put it into the chat room. But every time I do Travis Fox 360, it gives me everything else but a website. That's website. not a website, honey. That's my social no, media. That's okay. just media. Yeah. Do but you have, do you have a the question is do you have a website? Michelle? Funny. You're, you're funny. You're hilarious. Do I have I a website? <laughs> of course I do. What's, what's, the, right what's the website name so I can yeah, type you, it in? If you want to just look, if you want to look me up personally, it's travisfox.net. There we go. Same That's sure. a website. Travis Fox Next time I'm just going to talk to Michelle and leave you out of it. Nah. Well, no, I, the, the Travis Fox 360 is all my social media, Instagram, LinkedIn, I, Twitter, TikTok, you know, all of those. So, and, and Facebook, obviously. TravisFox.net is the website about me. If you want to learn about the Academy and how you can change your life, you're going to go to BTU, that's BoyTravisUniversity360.com. And that's where you learn about the university, how you can, and how you can actually, BTU. Yep. Yeah, Boy Travis University. Well, it actually stands for bigger than us, is what BTU stands for. It's bigger than us, 360.com. Okay. Oh, that's easy. Okay. There you go. That's so it. Now we got you them got here. And here and there. Boom. So now you can see them on the screen. And I am going to say this <sighs> just because if you are listening to our Anchor FM venues after the show is done and. 
if you're just listening, go to our YouTube channel and yes. watch it so you can see all the links and you yeah. can see the handsome Mr. Fox in the Fox Den. Don't make me have to come and find you and kick some butt now. Go sign up on our website. Yeah. On our yeah. YouTube site. Yeah. Sign up in YouTube, on YouTube. But he's not like he's really afraid of me, right? Stuff. Like his, uh, I'm in the States. You can't yeah. find me. I got connections in high and low places. We did. We we started well, this whole thing. While you're thing. down there in the low places, let me know. <laughs> okay. Fine. We 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 dove into this this show like knee deep, and I didn't yeah. even start way at the it's beginning. Poor, poor, poor Gina is trying. Poor Gina's trying to be professional. Mama D and I are just making a mess of this whole show for you. So you just keep That's trying to keep us on track. I just mess with you know the shiny ball. I, I know you. I'm. I see the shiny ball. I like the shiny ball. <laughs> <laughs> I love the shiny ball. But let's reel it back. But seriously, we did. We dove in like knee deep, and we were like right into oh, everything. But <laughs> let's get back to your 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 beginnings, though. Um, mm -hmm. How did you get into this field? Who did you look uh, up to? Who was your mentor? Where'd you go to school? All that kind of stuff. Where'd you start? Uh, yeah, that's kind of a long story. The simple short answer is I actually started it when I was nine years old. Um, my parents got divorced when I was nine. My mother, I lived in uh, Japan and Germany for the first basically nine years of my life. My mother was an actress and a model, like I said, and was working with uh, John Casablanca's elite agency and was doing very well. And my father, who was a fighter pilot, uh, which so if you ever saw the original movie Top Gun, that's not how it turned out. It turned out like wham, just like that. So at, at nine years old, um, you know, I, I'm a bihemispheric, which is a really fancy way of saying I have a total left brain develop and a total right brain develop because my father was complete left brain, completely emotionally disassociated, dis dissident of all things, just very logical driven, right? If it didn't make sense to him, he was just a blamer personality. My mother is a complete creative, the complete opposite. I mean, just super creative, really understood the ability of emotional structuring. So you can imagine their conversations were unique interesting. yeah, yeah. Not, interesting. yeah not, not, not dull yeah not yeah. dull so my <laughs> father wanted me to be a uh, pga tour professional golfer and put a golf club in my hand when i was five years old and i was just kind of a natural i was just kind of a thing my mother my, <laughs> you should yeah. see my, my first golf experience was hilarious i'll tell you about it after go ahead yeah, no problem. Yeah, I coached 10 years on tour and I've worked with major names like Jose Maria Lothabel, you know, Michael Allen, NB Park, you know, Chris Stroud, did years on the tour. And it was it was proving the theory, which goes back to your question, why I brought it up. So when I was 17 years old, and there's and you guys have heard this saying, so I'll just say it as cliche, but there's your plan and you know, great spirits plan and yours doesn't matter. Well, mm -hmm. I was that too. My life was all planned out. My father wanted me to be a PGA Tour golfer. My mom wanted me to be more in the acting business. I started when I was nine. I started doing runway modeling when I was nine years old and was, again, natural of both. So I was just trying to please both parents and just do me. And next thing I know, there's a great plan. And I, I did what I swore I would never do. And uh, I fell in love or what I thought was love at the time and became a father. Well, that kind of is rough on your golf game. I mean, instantly <laughs> rough on your golf game. Because I had no clue what the hell I was doing. I was completely emotionally immature, over in over my head, you know. And even more so, I had an emotional breakdown because the oh. um, the mother of my my child did a midnight run, and oh, no. she took off with oh. took off with my kid, and it shattered me. It shattered me in a way I had no concept, no clue. Not all of my mental training um had gone right out the window and to answer your question who was the first person that really influenced me which is why the beyond the secret film was so important to me was dr dennis whaley dr dennis whaley the psychology of winning i read when i was 13 years old and it made an impact i mean 
this guy, this guy was a hero to me. And then to be able to stand next to him as, as a, as a fellow professional and have him say, Hey, Travis, you, you know, give me the compliments he gave me uh, through the film and to be able to, to stand next to him shoulder to shoulder, you know, obviously some 45 years later was an amazing hero's journey. But okay. Dennis is the one that actually started my journey, but was not my direct mentor. I had an emotional breakdown and I went, I went into college as a real estate major, golf and real estate. There's a stretch. Right? <laughs> I mean, well, hey, they have real estate on the golf courses. You can do that. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it, was, it was by design. The whole concept was, you know, I was going to win the Masters and I was going to do what Jack, Mr. Jack Nicholas and Mr. Ronald Palmer had done and become a golf course. I mean, again, my life is all planned out because that's how my father thought. This is 40 years of work and you retire and then you do another 10 years and then you retire. And then, then you know, you basically die, which is what my dad exactly did. He, he followed his own plan. I went, okay, I don't agree with that plan, dad. I want to go experience everything because I'm, I just choose to. Anyway, long story long, I have uh, an emotional breakdown and I go to the, the psych department and they, they wanted to do a Freudian model with me. They wanted me to do, hey, how's your mom? How's your dad? I said, hmm. I don't give a crap about my mom or dad. I need to know why my golf game has gone to crap. My life is falling apart. My identity, who I have believed myself to be for the last 15 years of my life just fell apart. And I've got this child out in the world. I have no idea where this child is. I'm a bloody mess and I need to get my, my head out of my ass now, right now. And it, it didn't really, it didn't really stick. And then I met my mentor, uh, Doc, and Doc came to me and introduced me to subconscious modalities. He introduced me to the shadow work, and he said, "This is where the truth is. This is what you have been hiding and not working on." And it was the most beautiful Pandora's box opening, if you if I mind that analogy. When I opened up Pandora's box, two things happened. It was the truth came out of me. Uh, this is the work I really want to do. This is what I'm called to do in this life. I've known what my passion and purpose was since I was 19 years old, and I've been on ever since. And I dedicated everything. I switched my major. I dropped golf. I went back to my father and said, Dad, one of the things I've learned is I'm playing golf for you. I'm not playing golf for me. I'm good at golf. I like golf, but I don't really love golf. And you got to love it to play on the tour because it's it's work. It's a grind. And I dedicated my life to this work and I've been there ever since a couple doctorates later and, you know, I've traveled on the world. I've sat in front of a million people, I've won a couple of Emmys and I kept combining and I got really frustrated with the self-help industry because I was one of those guys that did the seminars and put you in a hotel conference room and buy my crap at the back of the room. But I had this innate knowing that people weren't really learning. They were just buying it on an emotional spur, hoping that something magical would change their life. And I went, but that's not the work we need to do. And so what I've found over the years is I just slowly kept combining my entertainment and my education together and brought a way for people to learn the skills that they really need to transform their lives, as opposed to just keep going around in circles and, you know, staring at ceiling fans at three in the morning, wondering why they can't really make change, why they can't master their body, why they can't master sex, why they can't even master just being the truth with themselves. And the problem is we're with ourselves 24 hours a day. And yet we don't teach these to the kids and anybody, and that's become the impetus of my work. So that's where we are 31 yeah. years later. Okay. Now the, the point that I want to make out of that, oh, look at Mary Jane says, bless you, mama. She, I don't know why she mutes herself. She just goes, Thank you. So, <laughs> I don't know why she does it. I mean, it's not like, you know, I would blow the freaking speakers out of everywhere, but, but she just goes, Chip. <laughs> anyway, um, <clears throat> the point that I, that really kind of comes across to me when listening to that story is, I think, and everybody does this, 
hit rock bottom before you change, before you see a different style, before you see a different view, before you see a different way. You know, why is that? Why do you have to lose everything or be that down and out before you have this epiphany? I mean, you know, people, if you go and listen to some of these videos and watch some of his videos before you hit the rock bottom, you might be able to change your life. You know, like, why do you have to go there? Well, that's a great question. Thank you, by the way. And you know, when you, and you guys are only seeing the front end, all the videos that you're talking about over the YouTube channel and social media and the website, that's not that we have over a thousand hours of training inside the academy, which is once you're inside, where we actually walk you through academically. So we track you academically, we give you your certifications, we know that you've done the work, but you're also going to have go through on this amazing adventure. You're going to do the work and you're going to go on an adventure of to discover who you are, not from an outside point of view. And this is what, to your point, it's a great question. I'm really glad you asked it is because we get comfortable with waiting to the last minute because in education, you have to do just enough to get by. Yeah. So we've been conditioned for 12 years all the way through high school to do just enough to get your degree, right? Which is insane, right? Here's the challenge. People, when they say they hit rock bottom, the truth is 90% of the time they haven't hit rock bottom. I've hit rock bottom three times in my life. Mm-hmm. I've hit rock right? bottom a few so this, yeah. yeah. And it's not that you're hitting rock bottom, in my opinion. What you're doing is you have finally reached your limit and your threshold of BSing yourself. And you emotionally finally vomited up because your body can't take any more of this emotional stuffing that we do. And neurologically, we know when we're embellishing. We know when we're not quite telling the truth or we're, in, we're making it bigger or more important. And one of my favorite is when people just ask how you're feeling. You know, hey, Gina, how are you feeling? Oh, I'm okay. But okay is not a feeling. It's an acronym. It's not even a word. So <laughs> how can you say this word that isn't a word is describing how I'm feeling? What you're really saying is I'm not going to go in and check out how I feel. And even though I may know how I feel, if I did check in, I'm not going to tell you. And then we wonder <laughs> why our connections with our relationships suck. What? Duh. Well, that depends. When Gina asks me how I'm doing, I say, I feel like shit. Why? <laughs> I know, but, but, usually but that's a great answer. I feel yeah. like shit is I feel this way. Yeah. Well, the challenge is we're so socially conditioned. If you told, I, yeah, if you, yeah, yeah, but if you tell the truth, <laughs> yeah, but if you tell the truth, people walk away. They're like, oh my god, wait a minute, Mama yeah, no, D feels you're like a shit. I, yo, the world is coming to an end. This is a woman's <laughs> always smiling. Yeah, no, I put on Facebook the other day, and and all I did was put the the, the background thing with the skulls and UGH. Ugh. People were going, are you okay? Is everything okay? I just, I had, I had a moment where I wanted to triangle the shit out of my province. I did. I put up, I she quit. Puts, I, I quit. had enough at one point. I was just like, I quit. I put it on Facebook. That's it. I quit. Just that, that cryptic. And I don't really put up cryptic things. I hate cryptic things. Right. But I just put it up there. I, the comments, I had to delete it, obviously. You know, it was just that I was upset and I just, you know, I was like, I haven't had it. You know, I was like, enough. I just. I'm done. So long as she doesn't quit me. And I, I got, yeah, I got over it. I'm all right. I deleted it. It's like, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. You know, I'm all right. I'm here. I'm alive. I, I will but, never delete you. The, but the issue is. I say what I say and people don't like it. I had once jokingly, half jokingly probably, I said, I think I'm taking up drinking as a. As a hobby? For, for, as a hobby. Um, <laughs> I got a, I got, I got a private message from somebody who said that. It's really oh, not good. a good thing Thank to you say. You're Mama D. Everybody looks up to you. It's good. And, and you know, it's not a good thing to it's like, 
it was only like half truth. I wanted a drink. I, I, I'm useless when I have one drink, a sip. I go straight to my knees. Five minutes later, I'm out cold like a light. I can't, can't survive that, you know? But it was just funny because people thought it was, you know, some people thought it was like, are you serious? You're going to take up drinking as a hop? Yeah, sure. Not. Yeah, like I, I would never let her do that because then <laughs> I'd have to let's play some mind foxing games if i you might oh, use God. a ton of my name in this show and it's okay. also one of our shows that's called mind foxed and it's a show of how we actually just bs ourselves and we call it mind foxing and like then when you said hey i'm gonna take up drinking we automatically assume you mean alcohol you could have said hey i'm gonna take up drinking green tea we didn't you didn't say what you were gonna drink okay. we jumped to the assumption that you were gonna turn into a basket case that the world was gonna fall apart as opposed to i think i'm gonna take up drinking green tea oh well why didn't you say so and i always go well, yeah yep. well not even cryptic it's assumptive we assume <laughs> we know what you're thinking yes but when you assume you make an ass out of you and me there we go well also that again you're not connecting because then i'm projecting on you no because if mama d starts drinking well then my codependency on you is all screwed up so you can't drink because i need you to be there for me mama d it has nothing to do with you What's wrong with you, you selfish woman? You can't right. drink, you'll screw up my life. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you, selfish yes. person? Unbelievable. Oh, no. no, let's correct that. <laughs> the so word is not selfish time. person. I'm a selfish bitch. Yeah. Beautiful, yeah. intelligent, yeah. talented, creative, and hot. Thank no, you very stop. Much. You're, not even, you're not even selfish. I, I, I'm going to bust that up. For all of the listeners, let, let's save a lot of time. You guys want to know how to architect your life? This is self-centered. This is centered in self. Centered in self is a beautiful thing because you know exactly who you are. You're super comfortable. You're open. You're loving. You experience your life fully, unafraid, unashamed, unguilty. Just express. It doesn't mean you have to be a rude schmuck. It just means you are. But when we're up here, you're being a knucklehead. I mean, because there's 40 different personalities running around. It's like going to one of your haunted mansions. There's all kinds of people talking and none of them are you. It's like, wait a minute. I know. I'll, I'll stop and listen to them. Yeah. <laughs> but I might interrupt and say, "Wait a minute!" It's great. It's great entertainment. If you want to be entertained, just go listen to the crap that's going on in your head. You'll all be entertained just fine. There, you don't need to go to the movies. We're There's all kinds alone of stuff. when we're alone. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I do. Crank up the music and sing like nobody's watching. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's what the they thing. are like, watching. A lot of people, you know, they go, I "Oh, care. I can't meditate because you know the voices in my head don't stop." You know? But that's but Gina, that's an exact thing right there with the self help industry. The self help industry said, "Hey, you guys need to meditate every day because it does blank and blank and blank." All that, but to say that You're the voices have- in your head are going to stop is crap. Is total bullshit. It's not going to stop. What you're going to do is how you choose to participate with it. And there's a very specific structure you can do. In fact, it becomes this beautiful prismic of your mind to let your voices go wherever they go. It has nothing to do with being centered in self. This is self-centered. This is centered in self. I'm going to let my mind do whatever the heck it wants to do because it's not, it is the problem. So hanging out with the problem begets more problems. The solution is down here, but I've got to go through a few other things commonly called emotions, which generally scare the crap out of people. People say, I want to be in love. Okay. All right. Let's talk about that. I want to be in love. Are you? Yes. How do you know that? Because I'm cute and I'm adorable. Nobody else can put up with the shit I do. <laughs> <laughs> Again, like I said, she's never quite alone. 
Vanessa, darling. There's a lot of there's a lot of material there, Jim. I'm gonna leave it right there. I mean, I, I we could end up not just in the fox den. We're gonna fit in the fox hole. So we're gonna leave it right here. I'll let you guys figure that one out. Whole other show. That's after ten. That's the pay per view version. You can pay pay per view on that one. Was it just the friends? What's that new thing that Facebook has going out? Um, only friends or friends only oh, channel? Yeah. <laughs> that oh, I, no, I, what? Wait. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mama tells me everything late. Right? I don't know. There's I, this I thing know. on Facebook. It's friends only. It's like a private group where people pay you so they come in and watch you do whatever you do or say whatever yeah. you say. It, it's like it's Clubhouse like, on steroids. It's oh. like Pornhub on Facebook. <laughs> Oh Jesus! And then, nope. and then there's that. And then there's that. <laughs> and who knew? Hey, look, now I you just discovered things Pornhub you learn on the Fox Den. It's still I just family discovered that Pornhub <laughs> is based in Canada. Actually, it's based in Montreal. I did. What the hell? Uh, and they didn't ask me to join. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Okay, shut up. Let's get back on track. So, <laughs> next question: How does our subconscious? Oh God! How does our subconscious work? Very well. Yeah. <laughs> it gets scary at times up there. But well, yeah, I, I mean, mean our, our subconscious is something that that can. The simple us. answer to that is no. It doesn't. Yeah, subconscious doesn't do that. That's what's really an illusion. Is that the subconscious is an automated program? It's no different than the computers we're all on right now. It only runs on belief systems. It doesn't lie. It doesn't omit. It doesn't embellish. It is a literal machine de facto, but it's run through two kind of systems. You know, one is called our sympathetic system. The other one is our cerebral spinal system. So the simple way is it has a feeling. We get a feeling in our, our body, our being, mm. our energetic body that comes that. through our sympathetic. Yeah. It comes through our sympathetic. Yeah. You had, you definitely, your line of work, it's total all sympathetic. Mm. You're feeling your way through this and beyond your physical being, you're feeling, we mm. all do this. The question is whether we actually focus on it or not, but more importantly, inside we get feelings and then they pop up to our cerebral spinal system and it hits our brain and our subconscious goes, oh, I know that feeling is categorized as happy. And then it goes right. and it spins out all the memories you have of being happy and says, right. okay, which one's relatable to that feeling the most? And then that becomes your kind of your foreground, which is where your conscious mind then starts looking around. And then it looks for little things called coincidences heebie-jeebies, the sync moment, we call them mogs or moments of grace where you're syncing yourself up. And those guideposts happen minute to minute, moment to moment, but we're so hypnotized by our conscious self, meaning the mind, that we miss them often. We miss those beautiful moments when the great universe, the great spirit, and you are synced up when it's going, hey, Gina, hey, Mama D, I know this is the strangest coincidence you've ever seen, but something about it feels right. You need to follow it. And you need to follow it without discussing it with yourself because the moment you discuss it, you distract yourself and you're done. Yeah. And you miss it because you're not staying in tune with you, the real you. And then you follow this path and this adventure, this adventure shows up that you could have never imagined. You couldn't have constructed something that wild. That's and how that we that's how you know, that's how most people are created. Like everyone. No, I mean, but, I mean, the Mama D and the Gina B. That's how it was just a fluke. She's been on my show, and I was on her show, and said, "Do you want to just do it?" And now look at us. Can't get rid of us, no matter how hard you try. Well, why would anybody try? Some people want to. <laughs> how do you know? Because they told me so. Those are two. I'm I'm just too freaking perky is what I've been told. Or, or maybe or maybe you know what? Maybe they were trying to do a push pull mechanism to see if they could get you to flip and chase them because they wanted to be chased a little more than you want to be chased. 
ah, no, I do chasing when I want to, but if I don't want to, it's like, see what Sweet. I'm saying? That's what yeah. I'm saying. You're withholding that beautiful chase that they want. So they walk away because they're like, I want to be chased and I also want to chase. Come on, mama. You don't be so selfish and don't be so self-centered. I am a selfish person at okay. times. Okay. All right. So it's all about you. I get it. I Damn straight. No. Take, you got to take care of mama first. Stop, Gina. No, not at all. She takes care of everybody. Everybody calls mama first. Well, as soon as, as I saw Mama D, I kind of put the math together. I'm like, ah, got yes. it. She's the yes. go-to. Got it. She is. Yeah. She, she is. Everyone, you know. Me and my butterflies. Y'all be foxes. Yeah. I be butterflies. So. Yep. Yeah. She brings all her wisdom to her people on the wings of a butterfly, I'm always saying. You know, but... I'm living now. <laughs> not at all. Yeah, you, you by far are not. You are by far not even close to uh, it's scaring me. I find you quite fascinating because I can see already the four or five different personality scary. parts you've presented. And I'm like, cool. When we get those. past those. Go let's ahead. get to the speak truth. Speak about those, and and how do we, uh, and and how do we separate those, and how do you deal with those one at a time, yeah. as a group? I mean, how how is it that you would? So she she's coming in. She's coming into the program. Is there an intake that people take that you can see all these? Yeah, so areas. I, yeah, ours is really you know it's called uh, it's literally ar it's architecting life certification. You have to become a life architect, and it's actually a, a ten month program. So when you come through this entire thing, you're going to have over a hundred hours of practice in real time of how to do this, starting with yourself, of course. But we start off what's called the archetypes, because there's you know, obviously everyone goes, oh, well, Carl Jung's the the father of archetypes. Well, that may be true in the deepest of works, but there's a lot more archetypes than people really realize. But we start you off with the basic four. And you do the free archetype test, and it gives us a clue of which one you lean on, the warrior, the wizard, the bard, or the jester. And each one has very distinct characteristic personalities. However, we are all, all four of those, of those archetypes, but we don't really develop ourselves. We lean on one and say, well, I'm a warrior, or I'm a wizard, or oh, okay, great, but you're all of this too. And when you fully develop that out, then you move into the king and queen archetypes and literally become the king and queen of your own life because we're all kings and queens of our own journey. But then we take you to the next step, which is called the jump, and we teach you how to create happiness. And when I say create happiness, I don't mean kumbaya. I mean, what do you really <laughs> want? Drinking the Kool Aid. No, we're not drinking the Kool Aid. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Drinking we're not drinking the Kool Aid. I'm gonna I'm gonna curb that drinking problem of yours. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Right, we, have, we have we have a program for that too <laughs> but just kidding we, so you go to the you jump in and we, we walk you through a 21 day program of, of what really the of creation the law of attraction really is from a scientific point of view then an application point of view but also an experiential measurement how do i measure my progress right because self-help has always has always been subjective this now becomes objective we can actually measure your results and you can start to see your journey then we take you to this is the one i found will make the difference between a great life architect and a good one. And that's a big shift. And that is you got to face your fears about who you are and about talking to other people. So the first thing you get after that is you go through our keys to fear program. It's the 21 human fears that we deal with in blocks of seven. And the first seven you go through our communication because we're so afraid to talk to people. And I don't mean talk like here we are on the show. I mean, talk yeah. with people, right. mostly yourself, but the other people. So you face the fear. Then we take you through architect and training where we actually create the foundation. We understand clinically what's actually happening. Learn how to start teaching and becoming a coach yourself for your journey. Then we take you to what's called warrior's healer. I'm a firm believer why people most crash and burn. And I've done it twice myself. I did it once in my 20s and once in my 30s. And I literally passed out on stage in front of 3,000 people and then woke up in the dressing room with 
you know, an IV in me and ENTs around me. And I'm like, what the hell just happened? And I was so into working that I wasn't taking care of myself. And mm-hmm. self-care is a massive part of what we do in, in the in the coaching industry and the transformational industry. So you learn Warrior's Healer. And that's how you learn how to clear your own energy and not take on the stories of the people you work with, the students you work with. You can walk with them, but you're not going to carry it for them. That's codependent yes. modeling, and we don't do that. So we teach you how to take care of yourself. Then we move you into expert sales and closing. Because if you can't talk about your passion and purpose, well, you're going to be talking to yourself. You're not going to be a coach. You can go all the social media you want and you may get one or two, but you're never going to make it a lifestyle. A lifestyle is where this is your single mode of earning an income aligned with your passion and purpose. And you're making a living that's qualified and quantified to the level that you wanted at. Most people never get there. And so we start that way back in the beginning and teaching the program I've taught for 30 years on, on sales and closing. And it isn't the sales and closing that you think it's the art of sales and closing through storytelling. Because we tell stories and we take people on adventures. And if you go on, they want to go on an adventure. We all want to go on an adventure. Who wants to go to school? School sucks. I don't give a crap who you are. It's boring. I want to go on an adventure because I learn when I'm on an adventure. I learn when I'm in an emotional state. I learn when I'm excited. I'm scared shitless and I got to jump and I've got to face my own self. That's when I learn. And it's in my DNA now. And then we take you to mastery. And mastery is the most intense 28 weeks you will ever experience in the coaching industry where we're going to take you down rabbit holes. And by the time you're done, you will be at PhD level psych work and you will know how to take care of it. Now we're not therapists and we're not codependents. We actually help people learn the blueprint so they can architect their own lives. And that's what makes a life architect different. Coaches will tell you what to do. Life architects show you how to do it for yourself. We walk you through it. And then you can take that coaching experience anywhere you want. You can come teach at the academy. You can go off to Guam. You can apply it. We have people working with teenagers. We have people working with troubled youth, relationships. We have working with athletes and gymnasts and NFL players. We have people working and teach people how to pot, do pottery through the architectural coaching because it's all psychological, emotional. And once you learn that journey, it changes your life. So the academy really walks you through this whole blueprint and it's very systematized yet it's experiential and you get to do with everybody around the world because now it's online and it's all automated and we can track you academically and experientially and it's been a journey of my lifetime i'm now in my 31st year officially of actually working training the academy so it's taken a long time for technology to catch up where we can do this now and now it's you know going out to the masses and and we have a great time doing it meanwhile i get to go do this stuff now so i get to go hang out with people like you and Talk cool. to Mama D about her drinking problem. <laughs> cool. I love it. You know what? On that note, um, before we go, before we go any further, because this is a good place to take a break, sure. and everyone can think about Mama D's drinking yeah. problem. And, um, <laughs> I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to play a couple, a couple no, um, little video break, and we'll be back in about five minutes. So I don't know if you guys need to like maybe jump out of the car, stretch your legs. Michelle, thank you for hanging in there with us too. She can pop in and put her two cents into it any time. But all right. So we'll be back in about five. Okay. Sounds good. All right. The Fox Den is now proudly sponsored by Vortex Ghost Gear, one of the leading fabricators of paranormal equipment. Bob Christopher is the founder and creator of Vortex Ghost Gear. He has decades of investigating, starting with his team at NEPA and as lead in the popular local TV show, Ghost Detectives, he has experience of how spirits could be seen or heard. Using this knowledge, he has manufactured equipment for specific scenarios of spirit manifestation and communication. 
He is the only manufacturer of the popular, lifelike trigger prop cats and dogs. Using proximity meters wired to lights and sound, these prove to be highly effective communication devices in the field of study. The HTO, another Vortex exclusive, allowing specific items to be the highlight or trigger of your investigation. For example, place the item on a metal tray or attach directly to any metal object such as keys or glasses that continue to go missing or moved. Ask the spirit to touch the item. The HTO will light. It has a sound option as well. This device was used in Travel Channel's Ghost Nation with great results. The dome, a static detector, can be the most useful device in your gear bag. This is to back up the theory that the spirits manifest using static electricity. Using several, you can track a spirit, for example, walking down a hallway, setting off each as it passes. The geophone detects vibrations. This is another way to track movement. If a claim is footsteps in the hallway or stairwell, set the sensitivity and place the device in that area. Its band of lights will show a range of vibrations from the slightest tapping, lighting only a few lights, to the loudest thumping, lighting the entire range. The EasyScan Ghost Boxes are very popular due to the ease of use. They are custom decorated to the individual or team using them. Bob programs and uses an Arduino-based computer scanning FM waves to potentially communicate with the spirit realm in real time. Every box is unique and all custom hand-decorated by Gina Bankston. The V-Pod has a special place for those who love the idea of REM pods. Use this sleeker, smaller, easier to transport device. It is a must-have in your gear bag. Take your investigating to the next level with many of Vortex Ghost Gear's unique and custom creations by Bob Christopher. Visit www.vortexghostgear.com to view all the products and get your equipment today. You can also investigate with Bob and Gina with ghostly excursions taking people to some of the most haunted locations in the USA. Visit www.ghostlyexcursions.com and join us on our next adventure. proud host of the Fox Den with Gina B and Mama D, airing every Thursday evening from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can watch on my personal Facebook page and our YouTube channel, as well as our many growing Anchor FM venues such as Spotify, Apple Podcast, Spreaker, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and more as we grow. We are also doing occasional pop-up free mini-reading shows and shows with special guests on other days and times. You never know when we're going to do a show. So go on over to the YouTube channel, The Fox Den with Gina B and Mama D. Subscribe and hit that notification button to never miss a show. Why am I making this video? Well, quite simply because I make all my own show ads and bio videos for my guests. And many of you have asked if I can do this for you as well. Well, the answer is yes, and I'm calling this PFOX Advertising. I can make you a banner, picture ad, or a video ad for you, your products, services, or events. Treat your guests special with a bio video ad. If you're like me and doing your own podcast, or if you're going to be a guest on a podcast and you want your own special opening video using your own voice or mine, 
You can also run your ad on the Foxton. I can create the ad or we can run your pre-made ad. You can also be a sponsor of the Foxton. If you choose to run your ad on the Foxton, for the shows you book, the ads will be seen and heard live on YouTube and Facebook as well as our Anchor FM venues. Prices vary for content, duration, type, lengths of time, and that's it. So what are you waiting for? Contact me, Gina B, at gbfoxinvestigates at gmail.com. And we're back. There you go. Look at that. You're so good. He is a professional. <laughs> so he did share a couple of links with us. I did copy and paste them into our chat. Into our chat. Okay. Yeah, they, you go into the chat room, and I'm putting them everywhere else. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, the yeah the the opt-in one is one you really want to start. It's really it's a it's a it's listen. It's the first five steps of how to create happiness for real. Not hey, if you think it'll follow this guy and just you know change your thought direction, you'll feel happy. But a real bona fide five steps and understand why our brain does what it does, and then it can walk you through our, our uh, create your happiness experience, which is a twelve step system we go through. It's only forty seven bucks. It doesn't get any better than that, and that walks you through almost two hours of in, in step by step blueprinting and a preview of what we do in the Architect Academy and how we help people architect their life or become a certified life architect themselves. And the other ones are YouTube channel where I just talk about everything because i get questions everything. yeah people can send you questions and you sit there and you yeah. answer them I and do. um yeah you know like uh, toxic people that oh. was one of the ones that i i had watched you do and that's i was like oh, that's a great one i wanted to bring that up here right yeah. because people were always saying oh don't judge you're so judgy you know but well, how are you gonna you know how are you gonna not yeah. judge yeah. if you want if you're looking for a toxic person in your life you know you of course, when you meet someone, you judge them instantly on, you know, that gut feeling. So your intuitive thoughts come through. That's your first thing. You know, if the little hairs stand up on the back of your neck and, you know, you you, you tend to want to back away. Usually run. there's a reason, you know, run. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, usually there's a reason. But you do talk mm -hmm. about that. And and how mm -hmm. how is it that you can spot? a toxic person because a lot of people can't oh uh, the easy the simple answer look in the mirror <laughs> oh. I'm <not> right? toxic. <laughs> if you're if you're drawing toxic people to you there's a high degree of probability there's toxicity within you and it is being represented in an outside reflection or another person in this particular case and having the and i'll use this language again having the authenticity to go the reason why I'm upset by this person is because there's something that I'm not working on in myself. Now that doesn't excuse their behavior and it doesn't mean you have to hang out with them, but you can spot it and take ownership of going time out. There's a reason why toxic people keep showing up in my life. Where am I toxic myself? Where am I avoiding it? Because I'm going to use your language back, Gina. Yeah. That intuitive feeling is also energetic. It is a vibration. It is a sound wave. It is an echolocation mechanism that we are this transmitter receiver from our brain. So you're sending this, stuff out excuse me and it's coming back to you as you present it not as you think think you present it most of us think we're happy no you're not you're full of shit we're full of shit because you act happy and what's going on down here is you're angry and you're frustrated and we're, we're not getting the like i said we're not getting the sex we want we're not getting the life we want it didn't turn out the way we got in the brochure in high school and we're subconsciously pissed off and we're passive aggressive about it and instead of just diving in and going 
what do I really want? Because if I, and I'll ask all your listeners and whether you're watching this live or the replay or wherever you find us, it's a really simple question. If you had 30 days left to live, would you be doing anything you're doing in your life right now? And if any part of your life, you have an answer that says, no, I wouldn't be doing that with 30 days left. Stop. You are screwing yourself. Nobody else. You're screwing you. There's no 401k program. You don't get five stars when you get to your higher power for saving it up for a rainy day. That's all a story of bullshit, of religion, keeping you at bay from dealing with you. It's the drug of hope. Now, there's a real connection with the divine. I'm a firm believer in that. But I don't need a story to get there. I can manufacture four billion my own. So can you. <laughs> what I need to do is be in touch with it and let myself be present. Be the I am divine creature that you are. But recognize you're here in this three-dimensional space where you're on a playground and you're on vacation for you know, 70, 80, 90 years. And you wasted away doing just stupid, goofy stuff. Yep. Stuff that you know you don't like, people with you don't want to hang out with, not experiencing who you are, and not exploring you. Because let's agree, who Mama D was and Gina, who you were and who I was when we were 20 and who we are now, the space suit they would Oh, Lord. Thank God. Thank God. That's all I, I can like say. Me I like me back then. I'm still a right. Or no, so afraid not, to change. We were so not, afraid to change. I was not a good person. Oh no, I've changed many times, I, and I'm not afraid of change. You know, not you. I'm talking about I, macro, macro, oh, the, oh, the macro. Oh, okay, okay. Stop right. being so. All, it's not about you. It's all about me. It's not about me. It's about her. It's about her. her. Sorry, I'm sorry, Mama. Why they again? What was I thinking of? Okay. Now here's a quick one. You, you said, if I knew that I had 30 days to live. Would I, did I freeze? What the fuck? There's nothing. No, you're all right. You're would all right. I be doing what I'm doing now if I knew I had no. 30 days to live? Not, not what yes. you're doing now. No, no, hold on. Hear the question as I said it, not as you think I said it. Not what you're doing now. Any part of your life, what you're doing now. That means okay. romantic. That means your family. That means the type of work that you do, how you exercise, how you drink tea, green exercise tea versus perfect. coffee. Exactly. Okay. Have you traveled? Yeah. Have you seen everything you wanted to see? Have you yep. experienced everything? Have you had her. To, I'd be, I'd you, be, yeah, I'd be on a plane picking her up in Canada, and then we'd be on our way to Italy. What are you waiting for? And then Jamaica, COVID. and then Trinidad. COVID. <laughs> oh crap! I just traveled internationally. You can travel. It's not as easy as it used to be, but you can do I it. I don't have a passport yet. Notice the word yet. Yeah, will you get Again, on it? Bob doesn't have his passport yeah. yet either. You know, I'm so like. Bob can get my my passport's about to expire. I'm gonna have to renew mine before I can go somewhere. Bless you. Thank oh, you. Another quiet sneezing. I'm I'm muted. I muted it. Really needs to mute. No, I muted. I muted it. I muted it and sneezed. Yeah. I've done that many too many times in the radio station. Like Fox, Excuse you gotta hit the mute button. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I only I only hit the mute button because I don't want people to have break at me the giggle fits. Okay. I don't give a shit. I do anyway because I know exactly. I can hear it without hearing it. You know what I love about Mama D. I'm gonna give. Her, I'm gonna send you an honorary Oscar award. It's about this big with this whole tough guy act. You are so full of shit. You are full of shit. You are a big, wonderful, big marshmallow. You got a heart so damn big. You don't know what to do with yourself. This tough guy thing is such a great act. No, I'm not gonna be quiet. No, no. She's about no way. you, not about me. Buzz off, child. Well, it's your show. I'm just a guest on your show. I'm one of hundreds. I'm just a, one of another guest. This is your show. Yeah, but you're the one and only Fox. That's true. That you is ain't true. Foxes. I don't know. Foxes over there, but you're the one and only fox. 
that's true. I am. I'm so thrilled that the, you know, there's the, not not only that it's you, and and what I really truly love about you, besides you. the name, <laughs> I would have had you on even if you were an ass. Yeah, it came with the spacesuit. I can't take credit for it. I just it came with the spacesuit. Thanks. I appreciate the compliment. <laughs> Anytime. You're welcome. You're as long welcome. as Bob doesn't find me and beat the crap out yeah. of me, I'm like, Bob, it wasn't me, man. <laughs> but uh, no, what I do love about you is how, you know, down to earth and how truthful you are. And yeah. your truths are things that we actually know, but don't want to admit. Yeah. You know, and you, you point to all these things out. That's the best part of the program. And it's, it's just that it's not that. Yes, it's work. Of course, it's work. Of course, but it's but it's uh, what's what's passion um, and purpose. There. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, I, like he I says said, it. I, I, he says it like it is without being sounding like an ass. He's a cute yeah, ass, yeah, but he doesn't sound like an ass. <laughs> 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 All right, that there was are, funny. There are a lot yeah. of people that are you know very preachy. You know. Oh no! There's no. You're not a lot. Oh, many. And that's, yeah. I've been, a, a, and you know, I used to be one of them because we're, you know, as a doctor, we're, we're trained, we're supposed to have all the answers. We're, we're the expert. I'm so full of shit. I, I'm 30 years old. I got two hey, man, what color your eyes? eyes. Um, yeah, they're green, actually. Yeah, they're they, um, not full of shit. Oh, me too. Well, well, there you you go. guys have to be brown to be full of shit. Mine are blue, so we're good. All right. All right. Well, we got Sorry, two greens, two greens with the boxes, two greens. All right. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, but the, I mean, so here's, here's a finer Remember? point on it. When you come to the truth of, wait a minute, I can be in the self-help business or I can be in the self-transformation business. I'm in the self-transformation transformation. business. Yeah, people who, I, I used to be part of that self-help industry. So I was a part of it. So I could either be a part of it and, you know, be an authentic or I could finally was, just change it. But it was where you started. You had to start somewhere to get to where you are now. So it's not all that yeah. bad to be in the self-help so long as you've gotten as far as transformation. Well, I'm, it's, I'm not saying it's good or bad. I just don't think it generates results. I'm... Yeah, well, but I'm still that we're on A lot of people that were on that self-help bandwagon, and everyone was, you know, the manifestation bandwagon. Everybody right. is turning that around to no, you got to really do the footwork now, which I love because I've always it's said true. that. You know, yeah, I've always said that. Hey, nothing's going to come to you. You know, I, I hate the people. I'm sorry. I mean, I, I love you, people. I shouldn't but, say I hate the people, but I don't like, like the concept of. Oh, I'm just gonna let go and let God, or oh, I'm just gonna, you know, let the universe handle the problems. It's like when you wake up, you know, <laughs> the universe is not gonna handle your problem. You can maybe pray to God to say, "Give me strength that I can do what I need to do to solve this problem," you know, or give me the ambition, give me what I need to make. Myself see, I, and I, I agree with everything you said, Gina, except for the last part. How does God give you anything? You already have it. Right. That's total. That is the disempowerment and the disassociation that God, however you define God, is some third party that's hanging out in another realm waiting for you to get the F off this planet. That is the biggest load of crap in the human history. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And I have oh, no, you didn't watch all. that show last week. It makes no <laughs> fucking sense. What are you talking about? How, 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 and let's ask the question, family. Let me just take a moment, take a breath here for a second. How can you ever be disconnected from that which we came from and where we're going back to, commonly called death? It's impossible. So, this illusion that you need to give me strength, no, you need to stop being a bitch pussy. Knock it off. I swear, Josh, dude, nice to There it is. Boom. Hey, own it. Right? 
I mean, yes, stop. I'm not talking male it. or female. Stop sitting there saying, oh, please. And stop playing this victim martyr personality. I mean, Virginia Satir was an amazing, amazing therapist. A great work in the 50s. And her model of the four basic personality parts of the blamer and the cerebral and the martyr and the victim, we all are those things, but we're still playing roles. We're taught to play victim because we manipulate our parents. Oh, mom and dad, you don't understand what Bobby did to me. He hit me. <laughs> well, Bobby hit you, hit him back. Knock it the frick that's, off. What are you talking Or don't, or move away. That's my dad. Stop being a, that's, yeah, that's my dad. Exactly. I mean, I, I grew up. Yeah, I mean, I it, it, yeah, it's a, it, it makes no sense. It makes no sense. And we were so busy mentally. Me I mean, we mess with our own heads. I mean, that's why I'm like, I don't understand why there's a porn industry. You guys can just go in your head and mess with your own head. You'll be fine. What are you talking about? You don't need to watch somebody else and watch yourself. What are you talking about? All kinds of stuff Here going go on again. up there. We got yeah. to go sell Went down that yellow brick road. <laughs> it always ends up in the same spot. Little man Thank behind the curtain. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, Lord in heaven. Okay. All right. This, is good show. Like this better get more views than Flat Earth Guy. That's all I got to say. Otherwise, I'm going to kick some I, ass. I certainly hope so. I certainly But it's the, good, it's the good shows that, that don't get enough out there. What yeah. you, Travis, have to share with people. People are going to go, oh, there's another guy just running off. The oh, and it's so but not. if they need, if what you need to do, shut up. Not you, Travis. People who are watching, shut up. Listen to what the man says. Listen, don't just, I mean, and hear what he says. Pay attention to the words that are coming out of this sexy mouth. Okay. <laughs> you know, I have to go there. Oh, did he just blush? Yes, I did. Yep. Okay. Yep. <laughs> <What? Okay. laughs> but you just, you have to pay attention. We don't, just, we, we do. do this, we do these different shows that give people a reason to, to listen to something new that's out of their circle. But what Travis is saying is an important thing for everybody to understand that we can fix ourselves. And we that's what needs to be done. We need to of our focus. own Thank you. being. Okay, <laughs> use the fancy words, Travis Fox is architect of our own. I can fix them in that. I'll fix my damn self. Well, okay, I'll buy. Help? First of all, thank you, thank you for that, Lavadia. That's very kind of you. And what, yeah, sexy you're. Lips no, <laughs> yeah, I do have sexy lips, but that's another story. <laughs> they, yeah, I got those too. Yeah, Again, they came this is the show that comes out the cares. That new Facebook thing we just heard about. Right. <laughs> if you want to know about Travis's sexy lips? Is going to cost. You're going to pay me, and we'll talk to him about it. Yeah. As, long as, as long as I get a cut of the action, you know we're good to go. It's a there you go. Thing. It's a royalty, right? Um, but but you said something really powerful, Mama Dean. I just I just would like your listeners to take this into. First of all, thank you for that. And yes, listening is an art. It's a very forgotten art. People he, people hear, but they don't listen. And it and it's part of how we're anatomically built. So some of it's not necessarily anybody's fault because we don't understand the anatomics of the brain and how we filter. We really do. Mm -hmm. But the point that you said, you can fix your damn self. I would go the complete opposite with you and say, Mama D, there ain't a damn thing to fix. What you need to stop doing is arguing with yourself, judging yourself, condemning yourself, punishing yourself, shaming yourself, telling yourself you're not good enough. Because the stories that you tell yourself, that's the only thing that needs to be adjusted. Yeah. There's nothing broken with you. 
But that's no. what the self-help industry makes this preclusion and says, but you're broken. And I, the great Dr. Fox, the guru from all of the bullshit of education can fix you if you pay me $40 billion. <laughs> and I know that you're that not even going to open the page yeah. one. It's like, you know, come on, knock off the drama. I mean, again, it doesn't take yeah. a, you know, a great actor to spot a bad one. I've actually been on both sides of the camera. I direct and produce and I've been there and I go, guys, just be straight. We don't have all the answers. I'm very mm -hmm. proponent. I'm like, look, I don't have the answers. What I do have is a blueprint and a series of quality design courses and questions that will walk you through the how, the what, the where, and why you are who you are and how to transform yourself. And it isn't just think it in the fall of the sky. It is a step-by-step -step system because when yeah, we have, have something, yeah, well, you don't have to work. It's not even work. But it depends on what you look, how it's you look all, at. Yeah, just for me, for me, taking a step is still working because I'm actually physically moving. Whether I'm physically reading something, understanding who, what nonsense goes on in this adorable, gorgeous brain of mine, it's scary for some people. But it's still work. I consider work. I enjoy work. Maybe not all the work that but I do, but I enjoy work. So it's but but my again, work. but I, I would say the reason why you enjoy your work is very parallel to mine. I know my purpose. My, mm -hmm. my job is to train a million architects around the world. That's my job. That's it. Okay. I'm getting close to the end of that. <laughs> I think I've trained one myself. I don't know. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. But I'm also passionate purpose because I, I love watching people go through this process and recognize they can mm -hmm. transform their life to anything. It's a powerful drug and I'm a drug addict. I totally love watching people do it. I'll sit in the room with a bowl of popcorn and watch them come to these realizations that they know are down there, but they have been lying to themselves and telling themselves for years the bullshit. And they're yeah. exhausted emotionally. They're exhausted. They've aged. They literally age physically. And I mean, I meet people that are 35, 40 years old and they're, and I look at them and I go, and I say, well, how old are you? And they're like, oh, well, most people think I'm 50. I just asked how old you were. You don't have to justify it. How old are you? Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm 40. I'm like, wow. And they're like, well, how old are you? I'm like, well, I'm, 50. I'm like, I'm 50, but I act 12 and I feel three. Great. What's the difference? I always yeah. say that we are three different ages, our body, our mind, and our spirit. I know. Yeah, sometimes my mind goes way back there. The body, we. <laughs> my body is 60 years old. I'm going to, excuse me, 59 years old, going to be 60 soon. But my mind and my, my soul are just like ageless. Well, yeah, okay, imagine when your body's 69 years old and your mind's 69. Well, that'll be kind of fun. You not going there. <laughs> you just went there. I just took you right to it. Yeah, look now who's blushing. Now, 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 I see, now I know how many people are gonna go, Mama D, where was your mind at? Exactly where my mind went. So oh, I, we know exactly. It's not your mind that's the issue, but we'll talk. We'll we'll say that it is. <laughs> that's on the other show. This is this is uh, getting back to what you were talking about at the beginning of this this uh, little segment here. This little segue was hearing people here. They you know. Gina is so working, Mama D, to be such a professional, and you and I are doing a crap job of hearing. Anyway. And this is a selective hearing thing going on. Oh, oh no. <laughs> no, this is the Scorpio thing going on. I'm honest. Hey, look, this is like I mean, being on, on with George. That's all I gotta say. It's just a little more sexy. Well, I, I'm a firm, I'm a firm believer, and this will just sound radical. So just hold on for the ride, kids. Is Everything starts in the bedroom with your significant other and however you define significant other, that's up to you. I'm not here to define yeah. that for anyone. But we are so full of crap even in that part of our world. Mm -hmm. We are afraid. And then what we don't own is that in that connection, or in this case, 
the altered version of a connection, what we call love, and then we call unconditional, and then we call forever, and we call life journey and life mate. We say these really powerful words, and then we do these things that separate them on a, on a brick by brick brace, base, excuse me. But what we don't understand is that that pattern, which is when we're supposed to be vulnerable, open as a strength, naked in every sense of the word, both physical, psychological, mental, emotional, sexual, we close off. And guess what happens? That behavioral pattern, because our subconscious doesn't know the intention of between inside the bedroom out. It just knows the pattern. We spiral. Every part of our lives starts to mirror how we act in the bedroom. And we start to take our relationship to that space. And then all of a sudden we wake up six years later and go, I want a divorce because I don't know you. No, it's not that you don't know them. It's you haven't known yourself because you're yeah. too scared to own. Hey, guess what? I like staying up till three in the morning and having sex and eating, watching Netflix and eating, you know, gumdrops until, well, well we can't do that because we got to be responsible. We got the kids and we got this, <laughs> we got this. Mama. No, no, no. Well, I know mama deep. She stays up all night. She's a rock star. I can only go to three in the morning. Yeah, she's, yep. Yep, I mean, it's I'll go to bed at ten. <laughs> <laughs> well, Gina's like, uh, "Is the show over? I'm, I'm ready to go." You know, so I'm going to go tonight. Then if I wake up, I'll be like, "Mama, are you still on?" <laughs> she is. No, she does. Yeah. Well, not yeah. Okay. Yeah, you are. <laughs> you are. She is. <laughs> that's that's me. But that's and yeah, I'm that still and I'm still up bright and early, sunshine making coffee and breakfast for the old man who I love dearly and knows he can't divorce me because in my family, there's no such word as divorce except it's spelled M-U-R-D-E-R. And I'm honest about it. When he signed on that dotted line, I said, you realize what you just did? <laughs> yeah. Yep. 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 You can talk to my late husband about that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mark. I didn't mean that. You know wow. that. I mean that. No. <laughs> wow. You know that you always, there's certain things you have to have a, call, a password or a hidden mystical phrase. It's like, where are the bodies buried? That's mine. Oh, are you talking about like a safe word, Mama D? You got to have a mystical it. phrase, a exactly. safe word? A safe word. Is that what it is? Safe word. The what? I'm not kidding. All right. All right. Okay, we, we, we're going to go back. We are joking. No one's getting murdered. No one's doing any murder. Yet. Just so everyone knows. <laughs> what is it my friend says? He's got a wood chipper and, 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 and an alibi. There you go. Yeah. It's okay. If I need it. I know where to go. And you think I took the show I'm, in the gutter, Gina? You I guys are on a whole nother level. I have no idea what you guys are going. I've just been back watching the show going, I have no idea what they're talking about, but this is entertaining. It's, it's, like, it's like, shit, I'm never going on this show ever again. Oh, no, I'll just come and watch. I I'll come back and go, what I are you talking about this week? You never know where the show is going to go. Yeah, no. You just, you just don't. So good. That's I, what this show sure. is about. Yeah, I have no clue. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's, every show is the I, same. Hi, Travis. It's really different. nice to meet you, and I really like that. It's a pleasure, Gina. And you know what's really cool? There was another show in history that was a show about who knows what called Seinfeld. Did very well. A show about nothing. So your show can be about whatever the hell you want it to be about because it's your journey. So I just don't know what the hell you were talking about a moment ago. I just went, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. Nope. No. That was one of those moments I mean, it, it happens we call that the where did who go moment you know <laughs> yep yep but reeling us back in okay she's good at that <laughs> changes, That'll be fun. Changes, 
I cannot figure okay. out who he reminds me of right now, but okay, we're, I'll figure it out. Bradley got, Cooper. We got it. Ooh, John Wick. John Wick. I love John Wick. I love those movies. I love John Wick. Anyway, yeah. John was so, a great guy. Very nice. <laughs> so, so, okay. All right. I'm out. <laughs> I think we've how been we, punished. How do we, <laughs> how do we, as people, actually choose to succeed rather than not actually what's the I mean, other how, way. how do we choose to succeed versus not sucking yeah yeah mm. that yeah yeah you know that's how much i like toilet <laughs> we can how do we choose to succeed i mean how well how what i mean get, by what i mean by suck yeah, yeah well, well i don't i i'll be candid with you i don't i don't work with minds i think mindset training is a, is a waste of time it's mental masturbation because that which created the problem you, doesn't you solve it, it right yeah, it it's got to be. It's got to be an up, an up. What we call architecting up. It's got to be an upward model. People say, you know, mind, body, spirit. But if you listen to the sequence of that, it's actually bass backwards. You're going through your mind oh, first. She said it. Sorry, she says that a lot. Gonna, I know. I said it all the time. I say it all the time. It's scary. Nobody else does. That's even scarier. Okay. Did you, go so ahead. I'm, I'm, so I'm a nobody now. Nobody else says yeah. it. I just said it. You and I are nobodies. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. I can be a nobody. I like being yeah. nobody. So do yeah. I. I'm going to take out the popcorn and shit and watch you too. Yeah. I'm just going to let the show go wherever it goes now at this point. I'm like, we're, we're so far off script. I couldn't tell you where we're at. That's fun. I, okay. No, I'll, I'll shut yeah, up no, and sit in my corner, okay? No. no oh, look at the victim. Not. Look at the victim pouting over there. She drinks her alcoholic drink because she's got a drinking problem. But that's fine. Yeah, that's vodka. That's vodka. That's not why. Damn. <laughs> yeah. It's all I have, the, uh, I have the deer pack. If you yeah. got to say it the right way. Deer pack. <laughs> from Massachusetts, okay. you know, the I'm, I'm gonna let that be right. I, yeah, I'm not from Massachusetts, so I'm not even gonna attempt to butcher that comment, and I, and I would do a terrible job. So I'm gonna leave that to you, pros. Uh, the, the answer to your question <laughs> is, it's a fear mechanism I found, right? So we do mind, body, spirit. Well, that which created the problem can't solve it. So why are we even dealing with the mind first? It should be the last thing we deal with, right? Mm -hmm. The body is where we house all of these emotions. You call the emotional energy. You can call that Reiki. You can call that the meridian line call it chakras. I don't care. You call it whatever you want, but there is mm -hmm. an energetic movement through the cerebral spinal system. And we have billions of soldiers in our bodies, commonly called cells that are getting messages all the time from our nervous system, which is being translated from our sympathetic. Our feelings are being translated into electrical signals, the, or, but we like to say the infinite, the infinite energy is being now transmitted into the finite or into you. And then mm -hmm. you burst that out into the world. The problem is we approach mind, body, spirit, as opposed to spirit, body, mind, because you're a spirit. Now you and you guys are in that business. So I don't need to convince you to. You guys have seen stuff. So we're spirit. Well, she has, we, I that's fair. But we yeah, classify. She's metaphysical. She she's, she deals with. I the, am a spirit. The cards, oracle cards, and things like that. We have the, we'll do reading shows. Blah blah blah. That's great. Right. Yeah. I love that. I, I, I think like, there's a lot of power I, in that. I, I love I love the wizard. I love the wizard archetype. I love the sorcerer and the sorceress. I love when you tap into the magic of the universe. But we cla we classify magic. We classify the word spirit. We classify the the word anything in that space as a religious dogma of evil. New, new but it's not evil, right? Nice plug. It's not evil. It's just us not owning and being that part of us. What yeah. drives me bananas about the self-help industry, and I'm very vocal about it. And so if I upset people, deal so with it, it, right? <laughs> so be it. Deal with yes, it. I don't I... give a shit, right? And here's why. We're so busy trying to say, well, Mama D, Gina, 
we need to just take a moment and I need both of you to really connect to the light being that you are and really work through and let go of your anger and your guilt. And I just need you to let go of it and be the light. You need to be the light. Well, when you're done jerking yourself off with that kumbaya crap, let's get to the truth. The fact is you don't become light and you don't become enlightened. You already are freaking light. You've always been light. You're never not going to be light. The problem is you've got these layers and lenses over your light, like sunglasses that dull it commonly called our other emotions. And those emotions can be anything from shame to guilt, to anger, to mistrust, to not good enough. And we have layers of this stuff. And if we don't pull these layers off and re-architect ourselves, we are always going to look through the beautiful light that we already are through a very dark lens. It's like putting super dark limo tent on your window and then turning the light on inside your car and expecting be able to, people to be able to see in. They can't. They see a version of it. And that's yeah. what we see is we see a version of it. So our success model is based on what we think, mind, body, spirit, mind first, success is. And most of it's horseshit. Most of <laughs> People standing by, oh, look at my private jet. Taught, yeah, it's what you've been taught your whole life. You know, success yeah, yeah. is what? Right. Measured in money, in possessions, in house. Power, in money, yeah. fame, clout. You know, yeah. now it's, nowadays it's followers, subscribers, <laughs> and even sex. But even sex, you know, most of us have no clue how to be really exploratory. And I'm not talking about just tantra sex. I love tantra. I've studied it for years. I'm a big proponent of it. However, we don't explore ourselves because if... Our partner finds out that, oh, my God, we like to have sex with the lights on. Wow, shit, we got to go to confession. Oh, my God, we can't do that. It's supposed to be behind closed doors and close the curtains because we can't talk about it. I'm like, well, wait a minute. How the hell do you think you arrived here? Right. Hello. Stork. Stork Stork in the planet. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, and I mean, we get so hung up on sex, and then we wonder why energetically we're a mess. Well, you came from a, and puns intended, you came from a sexual combination, a sexual, thank you, Gene. No, thank you, Mama D. Someone finally got the joke. I slipped it in there. There it is, too. There's two. I get two points for that. Right back at you. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's Here all week. Yep. Two shows daily. Here all week. <laughs> awesome. All right. We, we, people that we get caught up with, we don't, we don't forget. Remember, we're energetic, too. We're, we're a cerebral spinal system. There's electrical current going through all three of us simultaneously, not just the computers we're on, but... And you think about your sexual energy. Our sexual energy is the core from which we are founded. It is the base plate of everything we do. It is the driver at the primalistic level that drives us. And when people talk about you know mesmer and animal magnetism, which is not what animal magnetism meant in mesmer's day, it is a slang now. That's not the original derivative of it. But that primal space, we stuff it down. Here's a perfect example. If you are in a relationship, and it is dull, it is flattened, it has become monotonous, it has become, we only have sex once a month and we gotta plan a date to do that around everybody else but ourselves, stop. Look at the moment you told yourselves, well, the honeymoon phase is over. Why the hell would you ever want your relationship to have a honeymoon phase end? I wanted to go for the rest of my life because when you're in a honeymoon phase, you are total whorebags. You love each other. You're all over each other. You want to explore your the shower, the kitchen, breakfast, lunch. It drives the shit out of you, and you are oh, God, you're energetic. Amazing. You're, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're amazing. And then we stuff it down under the ideology of what structure is supposed to look like. Mm -hmm. Well, now we're in a real relationship. We've moved in together. Oh, shut up. Own it. 
be in love and stop playing that you're loving. Be love. And I don't mean love like kumbaya, oh, well, that's a great journey. But I mean, really explore yourself because this ideology that light and dark are separate is such a misnomer. You can't there have the one without the other. That's true. You, you can't. You can't see exactly. the light unless you see the dark. And you know what? Sometimes you need the dark to see where the hell the light is because it's you too damn that. bright. Got to yes, turn it off so you can yeah. see it. Yeah. Yeah. And then we get into beautiful things like in my, in my next book that's coming out later this year. And when we talk about the blueprint to healing, we talk about false light projections. So when we talk about the light of the moon, well, look at the moon. The moon's a false light. It doesn't project jack squat. It is a reflection. But we go, wow, the, light, the moon's really bright tonight. No, it's not. It's just showing itself and on the letting the light of the sun reflect itself. Isn't that a beautiful metaphor for us? Mm. I mean, if the universe has enough intelligence to figure that model out, maybe we could stop being so arrogant and figure it out ourselves by just being it. What a concept. Holy macaroni. But instead, we got to dress it up. We got to play all these games. We got to go watch porn secretly. We got to you know, do all these things privately to get our sexual primality met because we're, our honeymoon phase is over. Why would you want to be in a relationship where the honeymoon phase is over? That's the Good. dumbest thing we do. But we hypnotize ourselves to believe that once we get married, well, I got the seven-year itch. Bullshit, you had the seven-minute itch. If you're just waiting for it as an excuse, you don't have a seven-year itch if you're truly unconditionally and exploring because who we are and who we're becoming is a constant evolution. Mm -hmm. Now, that's based on the stories, the programming that we tell ourselves. But if we tell ourselves the honeymoon phase is over, you are really writing your death warrant in most cases, not all, but mostly you're writing the death warrant of the passion that got you in to that relationship. It's like literally taking the shotgun to the head of your relationship and going, bang, damn, I wonder why I died. <laughs> but, and, and, the thing is, and the thing is, the honeymoon relationship doesn't just just doesn't be it's not just about relationship man and woman it's a relationship sure. man and man woman woman sure. whatever the case may be human to human how's that one sure. it also is when you start a new job like for me when when i when I, my first job when i moved up to the 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 boonies of loveland and forests and fun things okay um i started a job and i wasn't sure about it <laughs> I know. I live. I live. I live out in the woods. She's in her own world. I live in my own <laughs> world. And look, I had snow on the ground this morning. I can call it whatever the hell I wanted to. But um, too many people are like, "Oh my gosh, I have a new job," and okay, but now people are irritating me. My jobs. I worked at the same job for seventeen years, and people never got on my nerves. I never allowed them to. And everybody who ever came into the store where I worked, trust me, they left with a smile, either because I made them smile. Or their wives allowed me to abuse their husbands. Yeah, <laughs> yeah my business is kind of. Well, and where where do I find that show, Mama D, about the abusing? The, where, where does that come in? Abusing the husbands. I'll, I'll start. Yeah. What's that thing? And yeah, <laughs> on the Facebook channel again. You paid Gina B. You got to you, you, you got to pay the madam over here because she runs the show apparently. So you got to pay the boss. Go pay the boss lady. Um, yeah, and I'll, and I'll pop the popcorn. Hey, you know what? Hey, look, I'll save you guys a lot of time. You know, you know what PhD stands for, right? Hey, what? PhD. Yep. Please her daily. Ah. Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. It's an original. Feel hey, free to use it. Do you have uh, out now? You said your next book. Your next book yeah. is is called what? Our next book right now is called Blueprint to Healing. 
Okay. Um, it, and- it really it attacks the ideology that time heals all wounds. I got really fascinated. I went through a really, really difficult time in front of my entire academy too, because I'm very transparent with my academy. I'm like, look, just because I founded this thing doesn't mean I'm perfect. I'm perfect for Travis, but I don't know what perfect is. And so I really take this whole guruistic stance and, and depedalize and like, look, I'm, I'm on the same journey you are. I just happen to be doing this as a focal point. You guys are now coming on as a focal point. So it's a very different relationship with myself and all the uh, academy members around the world. And it's it's a concept of we're all in this journey together. There's no, you don't, there's no first place. We all end up in the same spot, broken, dead, relaxed. Yeah. How you enjoy that journey, that's a different story. But one of the things that um, I got fascinated with, I went through a really difficult time. I, I went through a really difficult breakup and my heart was broken very much like I was when I was younger. Only this, this was... The real, what I felt was the deepest I had been at that point in my life. And it, it didn't, it just, it became toxic. And one of us had to be the adult. And unfortunately that was me. And I said, okay, th- this needs to stop. And here's the bottom line. Everyone said, don't worry. Come on, doc. Time heals all wounds. I got really fascinated with that. Shit. I know it doesn't. I said, because I've watched people for decades carry wounds. What's that? You froze for a second. You pixelated. Oh. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> was that face? <laughs> there is. Have you ever noticed it always? It always freezes. <laughs> yeah, it always freezes on the most obnoxious plate that you could possibly be. Right? It doesn't freeze yeah. when you're like. That's that's yeah, the tech, that's the picture never. I'm gonna steal for posting on this show. That one. <laughs> Go for it. You know what? It'll probably get more views because people like, "What is wrong with that guy's face?" <laughs> <laughs> that's why. Wait a minute. Isn't that Travis Fox? Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> That guy looks like, that, well, wait a minute, he is, his face moves like Jim Carrey, but that's not Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey's got a beard and looks like Santa Claus. What the hell happened? Right? No. Uh, the bottom line is, no, yeah, I mean, we, we the book well, is. It doesn't uh, heal all wounds, but it does. It does. But time, yeah, it doesn't heal a damn thing. And matter of fact, what this book did is uh, it's told on the three level escalation. And it's actually a real experience that happened. I, I actually isolated myself for about a month, a couple of years back, right? As the breakup was happening. And I said, there's only a couple of people that actually knew where I was. I said, I need to be left alone. I've got to sit with this. I really need to explore this. I'm in uncharted territory for myself. I, I've, I've never felt this kind of pain that's mm-hmm. searing. And it was, it, was emo- it was immersive and it was it was all over. And I went, wait a minute, I need to look at this. So I spent isolated time in the middle of nowhere. And the book takes you on this cathartic journey I had on a, on literally on a beach in the middle of Mexico, nowhere on a full moon night. And I was literally by myself and I started to understand the difference between being lonely and being alone and abandonment and abandoned. And I, and the, the experience went on all night. I ended up being up all night on the beach. And so it takes you on this metaphoric story of all these things that happen. And it's, it is actually an adventure because so much magical things happen that you literally can't write this crap. Cause you're like, there's no way this is BS. I'm like, no, it really happened. I was there, but I then took that and I dropped it down into a, into a clinical level. What was actually happening? How was I healing this process so quickly? What was the, the psychodynamics and the psycholinguistics? What was happening? How was I transforming myself from this wounded duck that I had become to how I became to where I am now, where I was like, wow, I feel really good about myself. I'm grateful for that journey. I love the experience that happened. I don't choose to go back to it. But I choose to be grateful for it because it was such a dynamic. It was like a, a, yeah. a, a wonderful chapter in my life. And then it drops to the third level in the book and says, here, dear reader, here's the DIY. Here's how you do it yourself for these steps that I went through to heal myself. And part of that quest for what we do in the academy's work, but also my own personal journey. So you get a three-level look. You get a story told that weaves through the clinical of what's going on, but then says at the end of the chapter, here are the steps that you can actually start creating your own architectural blueprint 
to heal. And you walk through this journey with me and that's how the story is called. So it's called Blueprint to Healing. And it's how do we actually really heal and get past the time doesn't heal squad. Hmm. So when does this book come out? Yes. Uh, the publisher said we're releasing that in June. And Gina, when is our next uh, available space that we can have Travis back? We just, we just had, we just had yeah. open. <laughs> I know we can have you come back and we can talk about the book. Yeah. Next oh. time I read, now, I you have, read the book. You have, what is your? Uh, all right, I know I have this book. All right, architect that. Yeah. Sure. And is this? Yep, that's me too. Secrets to, to please, lower gold. Please tell me that's, that's not you. That's when I had. That's when I had blonde hair and I was a ballerina, but nobody knows that. <laughs> with the golf club, that's talent. That, that's talent. That's a whole other talent. I want to see the juggling, with the, <clears throat> the right? Swing and yeah. Thank you, Lacey. <laughs> okay, what was that date? Writing it down now. Um, uh, June is what they've told me. I don't actually know the drop date. I can send it to you guys when they do. Um, and we're, we're actually going to run a really cool campaign with it for people who order the first, you know, several books where they're going to get, you know, private one-on-one -on -one sessions with me while I work with them. You know, <laughs> I have no idea what that was said, but that looked really sorry, cool. Sorry, I'm oh, okay. Sorry. I was like, what? Um, we're going to do things. We're going to do things like that. Back. Yeah. Thank we you. have August 26th open. Thank you. She read my mind. We just had that. We just had that open up because otherwise we're into like yes. almost next year. So if you would wow. like to come back on August 26th and talk about the book that just comes out, if you wanted to like torture yourself again, you could have that spot. I promise I won't behave any more than I already have. How do you know I didn't like that? I didn't say you didn't. She, she, yeah, we know you did. You're still here. Otherwise, it would have been like, well, you know. Uh, yeah, well, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's not <laughs> my good time in the North Pole. So it's okay. I'm leaving now. I'll tell you later. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah so, Come yeah, the date. I would, I would, I would glad to do. It. It'd be, be my pleasure. I love that you guys are. You guys are fun. You. This is. I like. I like shows that are a little more free flowing, where you can just be real, and we don't yeah. have to be media people because now we're we're doing shows and podcasts. And I'm like, relax. It's just an. It's a conversation. Relax. Okay. It is. Yeah. We, 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 we do. We do. We do try to have a conversation. I do try to get the information out there and the you know, but as much as possible. But I do like to do it in a fun way, and I do admire people that are down to earth about what they're doing yes you know if they're preachy preachy or you know we've had a few of those <clears throat> yes we've had and we have people who cut well, let's go well i can go to church if you want to go to church we can have church don't right, up, church. Church. Let's do it right up in here let's do it right here right now let's play so i already now. know i'm not going to heaven because there are no dogs in heaven Shundai, oh. Shundai, check out my bow tie shit about a honda <laughs> come on <okay. laughs> Let's uh, have some fun with it. I mean, come on. Uh, uh, believe me, my my my, uh, my ex mother in law was uh, was a uh, was a charismatic uh, um, woman, and she was she was a prayer warrior. I'll get. I mean, she taught me the real prayer warrior, and really. But she also exposed me to some really entertaining experiences when I went to some of the charismatic churches with you know the the drinking and the the and they had the snakes, and I was like, damn, Ooh. you don't see you don't see this at E.T. Barnum and Bailey, the circus show. This is a whole other kind of show. What's this about? Whoa, and know, so huh? she That's she really exposed me to some of that. And and it wasn't that she wanted to expose it to me from a perspective of judgment. She just said, look, faith is a journey everybody takes on their own, whatever that is. And it was a really good base play because I was very young and I was still in school um, and still really kind of learning what it meant and even learning what it, what it meant to be doctor. And part of the reason why I really, I don't really emphasize it much anymore because I learned the etymology of the word and I went, well, that's a misnomer because the etymology of the word actually derives from a Latin word, which means teacher. 
And I said, well, I, if I'm on, if I'm, if I'm worthy of the title to be called teacher at the ripe age of 28, which I didn't think that I was, I had a real, I, I'm a great teacher. I love teaching. I'm fantastic. I've taught thousands of students. I, I love it. I've done seven, you know, 7,000 presentations, 14,000 hours on stage. I, I understand how to be on stage and be with people, but teacher was something different. It was the sacred. You're really helping someone learn a skill or a set of skills or life skills that will influence them. And to put a finer point on it, Michelle and I were just uh, in Vegas the other day ago, and we literally were just standing there marveling that Vegas has opened up like COVID never even happened. So we were just oh, kind of in really? this. Oh, oh it's, it was packed. Actually, it was packed to the point wow. where we just, we just sat there and we looked around and. You know, we were actually doing, um, we were also doing uh, doing something for my, my youngest son, who's 18, uh, who has a show on YouTube for other autistics that he does. So we go and we make, and we make shows for him. So we were doing this and I'm just standing there. I'm literally the fly on the wall in the middle of the strip, just standing there, just watching. So it's not like I've got a big billboard and it says, hi, I'm Travis. No, no, I'm just standing there. And this gentleman walks up and he goes, hey, are you, he goes, hey, are you Travis Fox? And I said, yeah, sure. I am. What can I do for you? And he goes, I met you 10 years ago on an Amtrak train from LA to Seattle. I was 15 wow. years old and you were on that train with your son, the exact son I was standing next to. You might call a little taller now. Right. And he <laughs> goes, he goes, I remember talking to you and you made such an impact on me. I follow, I've been following you on Instagram for 10 years and I was just walking wow. by and I saw you and I wanted to come up and we took a picture together and he put it on his Instagram, but that's the kind of impact when i talk mm. about what we do that's the drug i mean you can't write that you, no. those are those beautiful moments where you're going and i was just on the train you know being a father i wasn't preaching i wasn't being dr fox i wasn't spreading the message of the architects i was just being travis. You were just you were just being travis you're as as my kids will say you're michael's mom yeah that's right. what i that's what you yeah. were doing at the time you were being your I was son's just father being a dad. No. Yep. But, and, yeah. I, and at that time, I had never been on training in the United States. I've been on training outside the United States, both over in Europe and Asia, but I'd never done it in the United States. I'd never done it. So for me, I was a kid in a candy store going, this is kind of cool. I mean, this is how the old West was won. This is how we came across the train. <laughs> so for me, it was this very kind of nostalgic experience. And I'm just talking to this, this young man who's now 25, obviously. And it made whatever was said in that conversation. And to be honest, I don't remember the conversation because I don't. I was just being Travis. But yeah. that kind of impact for him to be at that moment when I happen to be standing there to have that conversation 10 years from now, you have to subscribe. There's something bigger than ourselves going on. And it's time to tune into yes. that. However you tune into no it. No coincidences ever. None. No way. That's what I say. I, you know, the architects of being university is about there is a great architect. You can call this God, Yah, Allah, Allah, Yahweh. I don't care. Call what you want. Call Mama a great D. architect. Mama D. PhD, please or daily. Hello. Right? Hello. Hello. Right. So if you figure that out and you look at the great architecture of these things, there's the 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 symmetry, the sync is amazing. And when then, then this is the question I'd ask all the listeners to really consider for yourselves and be really, really transparent with yourself. When did you lose the sense of awe? Like amazing. Because when you start to think about it, you're like, uh, there's no neighbors on the block. It's us on planet earth. There ain't nobody around <laughs> for a bazillion miles in any damn direction. And all of these things are happening with this incredible precision and it never goes out of balance. How is that possible? And we have to, we, we get so caught up in our stories of what we think is important and we miss our own lives. 
And I think that's the greatest tragedy. And it's the mission of my life to go, one, I am an architect. I, I architect my own life every single day. Michelle, myself, Laura, the entire executive team, that's all we do with the academy members. But we do it not just by the, the teaching and the training so they can become life architects themselves, but our own personal lives, living it. Yeah. This is the challenge I have with the self-help industry is often people are not walking their talk. Mm, They'll no. tell you to, and that just hurts. Yeah. Yes. And then the next thing you're reading about them in the news being arrested for who knows what. Well, or, for knows what. I'm like, just own it. You're, you're like, you're a beautiful mess. And that's a great thing because if you, if you weren't a mess, everything would be organ, organized, systemized and controlled. Oh, and where the hell is the, me. where's the adventure in that? Where yeah. is the experience we call life? I call that the monotony of death or a slow death. And we do it every day to ourselves. I'm like, guys, no one's doing it to you. You're doing it to yourself. And that's mm -hmm. hard to hear because our egos are massive. That, well, that and you get stuck in a routine or you're, you know what I mean? And it's just day to day to day. All right, we get up, we have our coffee, we take the kids here, we do this, we go, you know, you go to work, you come home, you make dinner, you do your laundry, you clean the house, you go to bed. And then ask yourself this question. How can you be stuck in anything if you are connected to everything? Yeah. It's in, well, it's impossible. <laughs> oh, it's a whole, yeah, that's a rabbit hole. You, it's a foxhole. You go down for hours. Yeah. And you should make that a derivative. Here's the fox den. And now we're going to go into the foxhole this segment and we're going to do some nasty stuff over here and then we'll come back to the fox den. That's what I do with the show. Definitely. That's what you do with our show. <laughs> Definitely, definitely. I, I mean, I, I that's a great idea. Honestly, Why not go for it? No, it. One, no one wants to go there. No one wants no. to look. You know? That's why we did the YouTube channel, the one you were talking about. That's why we launched it. Uh, it was really at the actually, believe it or not, it was actually the idea of Michelle. Michelle came to me and the board and said, why are we not attacking all these questions for real? And why don't we put Doc out there? Because obviously I'm fairly vocal about my, my thoughts no. on these things. Nah. No. No. Nah. I, I can't see that. I mean, I know we had to pull you. I'm working on it. We have a self-confidence yeah. Was Michelle self next program. to you who said this? <laughs> yes. Yes, Michelle. Okay. Hi, Michelle. a big hug for us. <laughs> I, will, I will do that. She, she's brilliant. I mean, I mean, she actually runs the academy now. She's, I mean, for the first time, I, I actually stepped I'm down. Yeah, she's, she's, she's the CEO of the academy. So she actually runs the academy now and allows me to be back in the founder space and just teach when I come in and teach the with the master's class. And then the rest of the time i'm out working on the business and working with people because that's what i love doing I love does, she, people. does she want to pop in and say hello and show her face and i, don't, I can ask if you want to they're yeah. asking if you want to pop in and, and jump in sure. <laughs> she's over there going she's like i've heard this conversation you look gorgeous She's over, there, she's over there. She's over. going. These chicks is crazy. I don't know. I don't know, Doc. <laughs> yes, we are. We we won't harm you. We don't, <laughs> There's okay. no harming in the fox. We, we don't bite much. Yeah. Well, well you uh, guys know that you're in my ear. She can't yes, hear you. I know. I know. Okay, because I mean, well, you guys are going and telling <laughs> right, her how yeah, amazing <laughs> she is. It's going in my head. So all of a sudden, so I'm starting to feel like maybe I'm. Oh, oh. I didn't know if I was allowed to be amazing too, because you were you, 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 subconscious you programming. Know, no, wait a minute. Wait a second. You listen, know Michelle you is amazing. You are cute. You're <laughs> <laughs> so pretty. Uh, right. <laughs> nice one. You know what? I'm like a little rubber duck. You just want it to be. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I got it. All right. Well, it's been fun to be in a show. I'm going to pass you off to the boss. And get you guys have fun with her. Hold on a second. There you go. There you go.
<laughs> yeah, just say uh, you, you only got one earbud, huh? <laughs> yeah, just one yeah. earbud. Oh. And so we, as I, as I said, we do not bite. Much. Yeah. <laughs> we, just, we appreciate you sitting there, and I know you had to stay Put quiet that for two hours. I don't know. If he does hear what we're saying too, though, right? <laughs> it's it's a common thread. It hasn't been the first time I've I've sat in a car for a few hours while he's on the podcast. <laughs> oh, thank God! Okay, good. So, not the first time. Definitely won't be the last. But uh, okay. it's like, hey, let's not travel on podcast days or training days. <laughs> well, it was uh, it was the last minute thing. It was emergency. It's your family. You got to do what Still you got to do. But tell me, what, what what is it like to run the academy? What I mean, like this is a great honor. I would say, you know, to be bestowed yeah. upon you is to 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 run such a wonderful thing that's just changing so many lives. Oh, I absolutely love it. I have I have been through countless seminars, self help, um, you name it. I have done it for years. And, um, and then when I met Travis a few years ago, it was, wow, this actually really does change lives. And it was really cool. And, um, it took us even a while to work together because we started working together in my company. And then, um, then slowly I started moving over to um, the Academy <laughs> and, and I, <laughs> I really did. I've been, uh, before a COO and a CEO of another training and coaching company years ago so i had already been in the industry and but i was really excited to work with uh with dr fox and oh god i love it i love the programs it's like this endless um endless spider web you just keep on going on you think that you get to a certain point and you're like oh wow I yeah, really healed. I really done. did this. Yeah. <laughs> but then more stuff pops up and you're like, wow, I didn't know that was still there. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I have a question. Sure. Just, just quick one, because I know we're getting close to the end and I'm yeah. almost positive that he can still hear us. But, he, but has he always been like a squirrel on caffeine? Oh yeah. You know, <laughs> okay. you know the movie hoodwinked. Yeah. That's hey, why I said you know, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. squirrel. Right. You go. <laughs> it's not a fox. Oh. It's a squirrel. Still got a bushy tail. Oh my god, I love it. I love it. So, so, um, I mean, what's what do you think is is next for the academy? Like, do you do you see it going somewhere else? Like expanding oh, more? Like, absolutely. We're we're doing more of a business in a box, and we're going to be launching that within the week of okay, how do you actually start your coaching or life coaching business? And, mm -hmm. and how do you actually do that from start to finish? And then when you do become a coach, what is the step-by-step -step of taking them on their journey so that they don't have that codependency model or, hey, I'm not actually doing anything where you're just going to these sessions and they're asking these really stupid fucking questions that make no sense <laughs> and then don't help you. That. And then they pre-frame it and you're like, okay, that I don't really know if I got anything out of that. But then actually, as a coach, how do you clear your energy afterwards? So you're not yeah. taking on their shit because mm -hmm. that will run you down. Yeah. Your body will start breaking down. And that's the thing that people don't teach therapists, don't teach coaches, um, anybody in the training industry. They don't teach that. How do you actually clear you and take care of you so that you can be there for clients, but most importantly, you can be there for yourself. So we're going to be launching that within the next week. And so that's our new 
shift awesome. for the company. So wow. I'm excited about that. Definitely yeah, exciting. Yeah, really. Because yeah. really. Yeah, right everybody there? can do it. Um, it was a combination. It really was. It was, um, we, we meditate often and it was in one of our journeys where we were sitting really still and we're like, there's something more out there that people are really wanting and craving. And that's, Eating. you know, people are wanting those online businesses. They want to learn how to make money. Um, but they also want to help the world. So it's like, yeah. okay, well, we can do that. We already have that. I mean, we have in the business, um, you know, the coaching um, box or business in a box, we have uh, an amazing Harvard attorney that goes through how you actually set up your business business. And we have a course for that. So, and then we have a course for healing. And actually, if you're the warrior and you have all this anger and gr aggression and frustration, how do you clear yourself? How do you actually breathe? And you can breathe during sessions so that you're not taking on their stuff, but it's also not getting lost in your client's story because if you're getting lost in your client's story you're not actually helping them you're enabling them so it's it's walking through that whole yeah. blueprint of how to actually do that so it's like let's like when you're doing reiki or, or prana healing yeah. on someone and you take all that stuff into you as opposed yeah, to no, getting rid of it you know yeah yep it's a and those that believe that empaths mm. and who are empaths empaths in general do that even if they're coach or coaches or trainers yeah, and you or and shield yep. and ground and shield and get rid absolutely. of absolutely yeah and even people that are not still need to do that because you do regardless you do take on yeah. on you know that junk and you got to figure out how how do i release this yeah and then so. there's that too in that whole concept you can go overboard you know and oh you absolutely lock yourself off too much you know and then so you don't feel line. yes you don't feel anything you know i mean there's a lot of people that are so empathic that they cannot go into a crowd you know and you teach them how to block and shield and everything else and then they do it so much you know and then and then they're Something. completely different you know and it's like it is so true it's that that's fine line of you can feel people without owning their feelings yeah, taking yeah. it into you yeah absolutely oh, there was a cool yeah. video i saw one time about that poor empath coming out and every time it would come across a person it would touch that person and then they'd start filling up black right it was like oh it was yeah it's a little animated mm -hmm. cartoon i don't know where where i seen it but it was the best it's on facebook ever. for a while yeah and, cool. and it was taking on everybody's stuff and by the time it was done it was like this sludge filled you know yeah it was like yeah it's so, it's so very true, true. It really yeah yeah that's exactly it you know and when you see mm -hmm. people like we see people in our chat rooms and stuff i haven't i don't even have it on the chats hi lee i'm sorry guys i had it on something else I didn't see any <laughs> but um yeah so many so many people that we know are, are like that you know yeah just don't know how to it yeah, does take people a while to understand how to clear that. And what you guys are offering is to teach them how to do it. Yeah. So yeah, that they can exactly. te teach it to, to teach it to me so I can teach it to da, 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 da. I already know how to do it, but in a different way. But it, it allows you somebody to learn it in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. But on, on a personal level, that's what I like about mm -hmm. you guys is you're more mm -hmm. dynamics between the people. You know, and, yeah. um, you know, not to take their stuff, but, you know, you're still keeping it on a human level as opposed yeah. to when you go to a psychologist and they'll sit back. And oh, my gosh. Right. Let me write that down. And yeah. I'm really not listening because I'm you, just going to give you a prescription. So, you numb out. Right. You know, so, I mean, that's and that's the difference, you know, and um, yeah, so I think you guys are doing well, 
people are looking for the quick fixes, quick fixes, quick fixes. And sometimes when you want real true, true change, you need to do work. Yeah. Yeah. It's, Hey, you're not going to sit on a couch and hope that you automatically have a Lamborghini sitting in your driveway. I mean, that, I don't think that happens very often. So it's actually getting up and doing the work. Say it again, Jojo. <laughs> You're always in Facebook, Jojo. You put yourself there. You like it there. Yeah. <laughs> you always do. All right, what do we got for time left? All right, we are done. Oh, we got like a minute left. Listen, we want to we want to go back to Travis for a second. Oh, absolutely. Thank you for coming I, you know, I, and I appreciate you so much for sitting there. Yes, thank this you. Whole thing, and yeah, I'm glad no we got a, a second to talk with you. And keep up the good work, as you're. Amazing. Thank you. Appreciate it. Okay, let me pass that back. <laughs> oh, that was that's did unique. You, that was fun. Did you did you have a nap? Did you eat the peanuts? I did. They <laughs> good. Were they good? <laughs> oh my god! Sorry, Jojo said, "Ha ha ha!" I said, "Lesbians were crazy," and I got a thirty day sentence. Oh, do they not know who Jojo is? I know, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's a friend of ours in the chat room. So, so did you you hear what we were talking about? No, No. actually, I didn't. It was earpiece, so I have no clue. Yeah. Okay. There's only one. Usually there's two. Yeah. No, that's what we are. We already established that fact. She was, must have been somewhere else in another show when we established the fact there was one Bluetooth. But yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Wait a minute. He does that really well. Oh, God, no. <laughs> oh, all right. We got to draw a line. And <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Listen, it's we tea are dying. It's tea. <laughs> <laughs> He's frozen. You're frozen. He's frozen that one. <laughs> oh, all right. So here we go. Oh, no. Oh, he's going to get arrested. Okay, my little caffeinated squirrel. Enough. Oh, oh my God. Listen, we are down to the end. I know you want to get back on the road. <laughs> I do appreciate you. Go home, put your feet up, relax. Yeah, so that you'll be mm. with us. And, you have to be um, confused with somebody else, Mama D. The, the world world turns 24 hours a day. I, we have architects all over the world. So I dream of technical times. Mm, okay. As so I got a really important question. Okay. Where'd you stay in Vegas? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Well, she just knocked him off his pedestal, <laughs> knocked him off his axis. No, not really. No, uh, I, I'm, I generally stay at, uh, with the Hilton family. I'm a, I'm a Hilton member and I'm a diamond oh. member with them, like with them. But um, we will stay anywhere. Generally, I, I stay, you know, somewhere between the, the Waldorf and the Aria is where I generally hang out. Um, uh, only because they're that's a Hilton property. So. Uh, but okay. every now and again, though, you know, I've been known to end up in some places where, you know. <laughs> Gina, have you yeah. never heard what happens in Vegas, stays in Vegas, and that includes where he stays? <laughs> Actually, I believe they've changed their marketing program. It's what happens in Vegas only happens in Vegas. <laughs> and it's, that, I'm is gonna that, that, that is a, a very unique place. I love it in Vegas. I, I do. I heard they have oxygenated rooms. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. oxygen bars and everything. There's everything yeah. that you possibly can imagine is in Vegas. Everything. Mm. Think about it. 
It's there. You can zombies get married there. Everything happens in Vegas. I honestly they have haunted. They have the haunted museum there. You know, yep. it's very. They have yeah, the, yeah. yep. the haunted museum there. there. Yep. yep. Very, that's very cool me. experience. Um, Never been on Bob, my show. Bob, my honey, has been on Ghost Adventures. You know, yep. so he, so Zach knew Bob, and then it, he was on Ghost Adventures, and uh, so Zach came out when we were there. We had to go down. We were best man, and and um maid of honor for a couple of you know friends of ours that were getting married down there and we stayed we were at the golden mm -hmm. i guess we were closer to the haunted museum so we went over oh yeah and uh yeah so museum, mob museum is down there yeah, yeah. mob museum is great oh yeah, yeah everything oh yeah it's a great experience get your picture taken with a million dollars but i mean you know it's like it's mm. it's uh yeah it's fun it's a fun 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 place great yeah. place great place but all right, I am. I am. We're 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 going over. I don't want to keep you over. I don't want to abuse our friendship and that depth. We're hoping that you come back on the twenty sixth of yeah, August. Twenty sixth. <laughs> I wrote it down. You roped in. People are here. They heard it. You're coming. <laughs> well, it's actually perfect because it's six days after my my youngest son's birthday, August twentieth. So it's not hard for me to remember that one. It'll be all like I've got it, and I know I'm supposed to be somewhere. So you know, obviously, Leo. he's the youngest fox in the family. He is a Leo. Oh, That's exactly right. He's a, he's a lion fox. Figure that one out. Mm -hmm. That's an interesting one. And how old is he going to be? Uh, he'll be 19. Ooh. That means he's legal up here in Canada. He wants to drink. Donald, come on up. Uh, yeah. yeah. I don't think that's going to be in his DNA. He's he's on the autistic spectrum. I mean, he's high-functioning, graduated high school. I didn't, high say, school. I didn't say alcohol. No, he. No, I, I've been see? trying to get him to have one. I wanted him to experience it so he doesn't go out there and go, "What's this?" and drink a whole bunch and get drunk and do yeah. stupid stuff. Because I did that with his older brother, who you know is uh, his older brother's thirty four, and is. Uh, I did the same thing I, before he went to college. I said, "We're gonna get, we're gonna get drunk together." So you learn your threshold so that you don't yeah. get stupid yeah, because. Yeah, because yeah, your dad, your dad was a knucklehead a couple times in university, and I didn't know my threshold. So I went too far. So I taught him threshold. And I think I think it's a really good experience for parents to do that with their children, just to go, look, part of what I need to teach you is she so you don't know. know. Threshold is. Um, when it well, comes to alcohol. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. I don't, uh, no drinking, no drinking anymore. I had my, plenty of, plenty she of. She behaves herself. Now she needs that up to me. trouble in the past. Yes, yes. It was right. a little I, out of control, I you know. I mean, I hey, no, that was our era, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. <laughs> oh yeah, because this because this era isn't sex, drug, and rock and roll, right? Because this yeah. era is not. Uh, it's not. not. No, well, it's, not. it's not like we were. It's not like we were. It's not. Well, no, because now everything is on the internet and you know through mobile yeah, devices. Yeah, you back, get, back in our days, yeah, we were in the park. We went to Hayesbury. We went to these. with these all these experiences, and you're like, "There's people." Yeah. Oh, what do we do with that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god! Uh, all right, listen, I'm gonna real. Yes. Back in one more time. All right. What do you want to? What do you want to leave our people with? You started um, it about uh, about your program, and you know, like how you how are you going to get them to, to contact you? How are you going to get them to come aboard? Say something that's profound. Yeah, it's going to reel them in. Using cool. Gina's words. Uh, really, really simple. Um, stop bullshitting yourself. You're not getting off this planet alive. This whole ideology that you're going to wait for life to come to you is an absolute lie. And you're the one lying to yourself. You have become a master liar. I know I did all of my 20s and 30s. I just absolutely lied to myself of who I was supposed to be as Dr. Fox. When I realized Dr. Fox was just a personality that I created to project a set of rules that they told me on how to be. 
And we all got that. We all got it through our educational systems, whether it's, you know, through all the way through university, we were programmed to be indoctrinated into conformity. And yet we act that we're, we're independent. Okay. If you're independent, drop everything you're doing right now and go fly somewhere that you've always wanted to go. Don't give me the COVID excuse. You could do it. What you're going to give me is a series. Uh Oh, we lost lost your sound. Did you catch that one? No, we lost your sound for some reason. No sound, honey. Now you have it. Yep. Okay, now it is. Yep. He was so into that. Wow. At, but did you hear the, the energy? Wow. The energy, wow. yeah, the energy went right into the laptop. Good. That's how profound that people, is. people, people, put your hands on the laptop and let's do a magical transformation. Yes. No. Okay. Right. <laughs> Everybody, that's the other show. Yeah, that's another show. That that'll be on December twenty sixth. We'll do that later. Yeah. <laughs> My invitation to people is look, if you really want to live your life, you got the first thing you got to do is you got to own that you're not being truthful to yourself. And that's a really hard experience for people to do. And that's why the first thing you get when you come to the Architects Academy is called the jump in. We're going to throw your ass right into the deep end of the pool. We're going to show you how it works. We're going to dismantle these things that you call thoughts. So you can find out where they're coming from within you. You can understand how to change and transform yourself to what you really want and stop listening to the stories of your mother, your father, religion, and the culture that you grew up with while they may have influence on you. And that's rightful when they have power over you, that's different. And most of us are, have these, this, this grip on us where we think we're independent. We think we're adults. We think we're, we're financially free. And I'm like, great. I want you to drop everything you do right now. Go buy a first class ticket. I want you to fly to a place you've never been. Oh, well, I got the kids and I've got them like, okay, great. Then you're not free. You are just a slave that happens to be a very nice, nicely paid slave, or you've made enough comfort with with the boss that you have a nice place, but the boss still says you can't go. That's not, you can't go. Right. That's not life. And we don't teach people how to architect their lives because we we want everyone to just do random stuff. Here's the problem. We're not really random creatures. We're creatures of habit. We're creatures of of indoctrination and programming and and what the stories that we tell ourselves. But we weren't taught storytelling in our education. We were taught to lie. You know what we were taught to? We started lying to our parents when we were a wee bit this big. (laughs) Did you take the cookies? No. Are you lying to me? No. So we start this process of not telling the truth at a very young age. And it's done with the, you know, the, you know, fun, it's intention. Kids are, you don't want to get in trouble, whatever. Here's the problem. It starts a series of spiral effects where we start creating personality parts and wall ourselves out from who we really are and what we really want to experience. And we're not architecting the life that we want. We end up architecting life we don't want. The problem is we wake up and we're 40, we're 50, we're 60 years old and the ride's at least half over. So it's not over until it's over. And as we always say, just because you're on the back nine and you've crossed over 50 doesn't mean you can't go out and shoot six, seven under par. The question is, are you willing to swing for every pin? Are you willing to go for it? Because there's no, there's no second place. Everybody finishes the same, broke and dead. The question is, did you you can't. So did you really live your life? That's when you get to recognize I'm in fear and I want to move to freedom. That's it. That's the way it is. So if you want to do that, they put the link in there. That's a great place to start. It's the first, first three steps are going to walk you through it. It's absolutely free. It costs you nothing. They're real. You're going to get through these steps. We're going to walk you through it. You're going to experience it from there. If you want to come into the architects Academy, we'll walk you through it. And like Michelle said, you can come in and be, you know, become a certified life architect, start taking your knowledge and use the mapping of what architect does in, in human dynamics and take your knowledge and coach other people. 
And I don't mean just coach them because it sounds cool because you want to sound like an entrepreneur because you freaking love it because you enjoy it. You're on passion, your purpose because you've architected yourself first because you can't coach what you don't know, family. So stop saying that you read somebody else's book and all yeah. of a sudden, you know, you're an expert on something. Do do the journey. That's what I'd yeah. say. We put, we put all these these links are in the chat room that you can just yes. click on and go. So you can absolutely do that. Okay. And, uh, uh, you're amazing. You're amazing. Oh and Michelle is amazing. And what you're yes. doing is amazing. I can't Thank wait you. to have you back on the show. And I'm going to let you go. Actually, in a minute, I'm going to play our exit video to end the show, but I want you to hang with us just for a second. Okay? You bet. All right. So listen, everybody, tune in next week. You know, we'll be back. We're there every Thursday evening from 8 to 10. So we will see you, know you where then. You find us. Yes, you do. I am. Ciao. Thank you again for joining us for another episode in the Fox Den. We're here every Thursday evening from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, bringing you a variety of guests, streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, and our anchor venues. We would love it if you would go to our YouTube channel, The Fox Den with Gina B. and Mama D., and please subscribe, share, and definitely hit the notification button to never miss a show. We'll see you all next week, and subscribers, watch for our pop-up shows as well. <laughs>